This episode of the Major Issues Podcast is brought to you by Comic Book Click at tpublic.com. Visit tpublic.com slash user slash comic book click to get exclusive one-of-a-kind merchandise including shirts, stickers, and phone cases all designed by us. Get your hands on the latest and greatest in comic book merchandise by going to tpublic.com slash user slash comic book click. And remember, you, yes you, are worthy. And that's a brand new episode of the Major Issues Podcast, the official podcast of ComicBookClick.com. Yes, ladies and gentlemen, you have not heard that incorrectly. This is the Major Issues Podcast, the official podcast of ComicBookClick.com. My name is George Serrano, a.k.a. The Don, and as always, I'm never alone. Sir, please introduce yourself. I am Dan, the comic book man. Did you hear the part where I said ComicBookClick.com? I heard the part where you said comicbookclick.com. Website, Dan. Up and running. Up and running. By the time you're listening to this podcast, you should be able to go to comicbookclick.com. And if for those who uh, have issues spelling, click is C L I Q U E. And boom. Not only do you have immediate access to every single episode of the Major Issues podcast, but. The actual polls are open for the two, the best of 2009 Comic Book Click Awards. My and man you said guys. 2009. Oh, 2019. He's, it's been a, he's, he's getting off a cold. I, he's I, getting... I, I'm getting off a cold. I'm getting on a cold. There's a lot going on. But uh, yeah, two, the best of 2019 awards are there to be voted for. The Click has asked us for more of an internet presence, and we have answered. The website is now official, and it will be the home for the Major Issues podcast. Uh, going forward, so that's a very, very exciting thing. It's it's just so surreal. Everything's it's coming so, so fast. It's coming together. We have merchandise. We have a website. We have a podcast. We're about to have an award show. You know, our, our, what is this? Our third award show. All right, because this is a, this has to be like our second award show on a podcast, but our third award show overall. Well, this thing. So the first time we ever did a, a major issues award show, I want to say was or a combo click award show. It was in 2017. And yeah, that it was, was like a February. Video, that was a video one. Um, and so the very next one we did one was a audio, and we're yep, gonna go back to video. Yeah, because that was the video. first award show of the podcast. But now we're an official home for the website. We're gonna go back to the video well, but, you know, put on our Sunday's finest and uh, talk about the best things to come to comics in 2019. But. That is for another day. We're looking forward, no longer in the rear view. We're looking forward in uh, all matters, especially when it comes to the DC Universe app, which you know its future has kind of been put up in the air with this whole HBO Max thing. People don't necessarily seem to know what's going to happen once HBO Max uh, comes into fruition. What will be... I don't know what the What's point is of it. I just I don't, I don't get what the point is of HBO having two streaming services. And you have to pay for both of them. To my knowledge, um, when Doom Patrol was announced for um, its second season, like when it was renewed, it was said to be renewed on DC Universe and HBO Max. And HBO? Yeah, so they're getting something. Because 
that's all their stuff. It's all Warner Brothers stuff. Like they got to figure out, <laughs> right? Can't believe to... I didn't never. You know what's crazy? I was like, I never even knew HBO was Warner Brothers. So many. Well, there's so many mega mega companies eating up each other. It's hard to uh, keep tabs of who's um, daddy of who. But yeah, so I I I don't know if I'm ready to see the DC streaming service go. No, honestly, I was watching this. This it was the first show that I got a chance to binge on the DC. Streaming service, thanks to you. Like the last, yes. either I borrowed your, do- I borrowed your Doom Patrol DVD, or I watched it here, or and the very I first show that you were wa- that you watched DC Universe was Doom Patrol, right? No, 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 not fully through, or just for the first time watching the first episode of something Doom Patrol. Yeah, and then we, I, I, I watched, I watched the Rat episode, like yes, episode yes, like that therapy, was the very first that Therapy Patrol is the very first thing of. See how you just know you just say Doom Patrol and I smile. Yeah, that show has like. A Pavlovian effect, and to me. it was, but bro, but being the very first episode of a DC of DC streaming service I watched, I was hooked. Yeah, and then yeah, and then I went on to Swamp Thing, and that I I was watching on Putlock or whatever. I was pirating it, but this was the first show that I got a chance to binge on the streaming service, and they have actual uh, comic books that go when to I the episode went, that I you're first, watching. That when changed. I first watched, when I first went to the DC streaming service, and I saw that, to me. Game changer. Get instantly, right. Instantly Instant game changer. game changer. Um, have you seen? Have you done their comic reading? Have yes. You done, have you done the oh. panel to panel where you can get it to go right. to each? My my laptop has an HDMI plug. Yeah. So my fr- so I would just take the HDMI right out of the PlayStation in the living room and I'd put that right in the laptop. Mm-hmm. I'd just sit down right on the couch, turn it turn it on for autoplay, sit on the couch and just oh, watch it going. Amazing. Yep, it's beautiful. It's amazing. Um, it's the it's the new way to uh, view comics. I read. Crisis in pre- in preparation uh, for the podcast that we did on Crisis in- on Infinite Earths, now found on comicbookclick.com. Um, <laughs> and that book is a book you can get lost in because you don't know where your eyes are supposed to go next. But this oh, uh, that's gonna be thing. That's what I'm. That's what I'm gonna be reading. Perfect. I'm oh, reading so anything good. on. I'm reading everything from DC on here now because it's great. But the fact I don't the- have Marvel Unlimited, so I don't know if Marvel Unlimited does this. Pro- does it, it have pro- like I think it probably does. But this was like. All I need, but the fact that it has the the, the the exact comic book, not just a comic, but not just saying read Teen Titans. No, it was saying read Teen Titans uh, issue, uh, yeah. issue volume two, number one eighty, this and that. Like it was telling you where to actually go to read the fucking book that it was adapted from. That was great because because then now doing the research, I could just go back and watch every hey, wa- go watch the end credits for every episode. Yeah, and just write down and be what able to look up to, what, what what comic book to go to to throw them down. It was it's game changer, like you we said. Got, we got Harley Quinn's out now. We got Deathstroke the animated series coming. I might give soon. that a chance and see if I can convince and change your mind because Harley Quinn's all right. It's Harley all right. Quinn's okay. It's okay. Um, just but we, we're here to talk. Okay, I'm. I didn't write that down, but I'm really mad. Needs to be longer. Should have been a whole like actual. Maybe the worst theme song in DC Universe. Yeah, it is. Because uh, even Swamp Thing's some theme people song like it. is, and like... you hear it more at the ending and the, the end credits. Well, I'm plays. a fan of the bump, bump, bump. Bum, but if it was like a whole, like just an no animation, like, an old like song. a whole, yeah, I man, like a song with other melodies. They, and stuff. They, when they did it with Swamp Thing, I was that's what sold me for Swamp Thing's show. Yeah. That whole like in the swamp. Yeah. That is great. And then you just see the entire town just like drowning in water. You throw oh, Doom like, patrols with you see all the characteristics of the of the characters with like the Tracy Jane and the puzzle pieces. Like 
I mean, if Titans would see, just this one doesn't little... even do no motifs of anything. No, there is no <laughs> motif because they, like... they're getting they're trying to get their foot on the ground and find where they are. And I understand them because look back. I personally thought Daredevil season one was bland as hell. Did you really? I thought it was bland and boring, I, I and it wasn't until the last was, like two episodes. I think my enjoyment of Daredevil season one lies in my enjoyment of Wilson Fisk, and so that's true. That's an, that's need where more of him though. That's where I get tied up in this. So let's let's start with a little bit of a spoiler free um, uh, review. But this is what, this is what we're gonna do. We're gonna do something unique for you guys this week because. We have the first season of Titans uh, reviewed. Me and Yogi were able to review it early last year. And so that episode exists. Um, but in preparation for this season, Dan, you watched the first season for the very first time. Mm-hmm. Um, you haven't had our thoughts to pollute <laughs> your mind. Uh, what did you think of the first season of Titans from episode one to the season finale as as it? As as that being it, no now no further connections just, to what was paid off in just, season two. Just straight up season one, start season to finish. One, start to finish. Uh, season one, pilot to dick. If I, I had, it it, yep. If I had to, if I had to grade it, first off, I would probably grade it a, a seven point eight out of ten. That's the best I can do, because there are a lot of moments that I'm like, you could, you could have, you had it there, but you didn't jump the gun on it like you. You yeah. just you just let it float there for interpretations. Yes, I don't care. I'm tired of demons in Armani suits. I've seen it in Constantine. <laughs> right. I've seen it in Ghost Rider: Spirit of Vengeance. We're I'm just tired. Believe, yeah, I guess de- I get, is that the demons seductive? are fashionable people. It's, I guess I, the I, devil is a fashionable man. I'm wondering if that's supposed to talk to like the seductive nature of demons. Like they'll be more charming. If or they maybe it's just. <laughs> or maybe it's just the the white man in a suit is quote unquote the devil. Who knows. And all I know is I'm tired of, of seeing it like that. So, but start to finish, I loved the show. I don't care. I loved, I I was thoroughly enjoying it to the point that I was enjoying it, not for the podcast, but for actually myself. Like, I think all of the connections for each of the actors was great. My, I guess if I had to say what my problem was, is I didn't need Jason Todd when you're literally giving me Damon Wayne. Uh, I can't be alone when I'm saying like, and thinking that this kid is legit Damon Wayne. So the thing with attitude, Jason Todd, look, so the age. thing, I think the age, the age is a little bit wonky. How old was Jason Todd when he was killed? Jason Todd was young when he was killed, like 12, 14. Uh, 12 what, what do you think this Jason Todd is? Uh, how old 15, do I? I, I, if I was to have um to believe under the red hood, no, I would, I'm talking about the the first season of Titans that you watched. The, the if first, you had to clock that, if Jason, I had to clock that Jason Todd in, how old do you think he that is? That kid is fourteen. About fourteen, fifteen. That right? kid was born in two thousand two, two thousand three. Okay, damn. Yeah, making me. Feel I old. know, <laughs> making me feel old. Um, so Damien's like nine. Damien's like nine. He's like 10. nine. Yeah, he's more like I said a hit. Yeah, but when I like watch a, Young Justice like and Young uh, Justice League versus Teen Titans, like uh, or. All the the Batman, uh, Court of Owl, uh, un, uh, New Bloods, or yeah. all those. I think I think it's because there's nobody in in the interim. There's nobody in the middle. You're either way old or you're Damien. In those in those cartoons. But it's also I've never seen a, a a Robin with the attitude and the sheer unfiltered cuss you and out. I, I, as... And I I think that's because I and I, you know this is not by accident. 
But I don't think our generation or many generations after us have seen Jason Todd as Robin. Period. In like other in than anything, Under the Red Hood, yeah, in no, anything. no. Even in Under the Red Hood, how much Robin do you get? Oh no, you don't. You, you get only get yeah, you get flashbacks. So yeah, I don't so, think we've ever seen. So no one's gotten what that. But the thing is, supposedly he was kind of brash and these things, and these are the reason why people didn't like him, and thus he ends up getting killed. <laughs> you know, they do the whole call the number whoever you know to vote for whether or not Jason Todd should live or die in the comics, and they let him die. So. Supposedly that was rigged Fans as well. Fans are, be- are yeah. beautiful. Yeah, Fans we are just beautiful. we actually just hit the twentieth uh, anniversary. I want to say of Under the Red Hood. That's Not too long cr- ago. That's so. crazy. Yeah, Jason Todd. Um, well, I don't. It's it, like I just still have that those like the the newer DC's animated continuities yeah. stuff stuff stuck in my head. So like when I see a, a young short Robin like that, but like cursing people out and literally saying I'm better than you, you know, yeah. f off and yeah. I'm like, oh, that's 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 See, Damien. Jason's more punk rock. Damien's more Gordon Ramsay. Yeah, he's an asshole because he's so pres- he's so good at what he does. Whereas I don't think Jason is necessarily shown to be. He's shown that he can get kind of put down too, you know, like in a kind of way. And and just seeing like. Being being able to see Jason Todd and Beast Boy just train, or Beast Boy and Raven and Jason Todd all like train in like the Titans Tower in live action, like there's something to be said. Like no one can can fault you if you don't feel something. If you don't feel something, doesn't matter if nothing pays off. Like sure, the show can be shit, but if it gives you at least one or two of those moments to feel something, and you gotta, I feel it. How did you feel about Dick Grayson as a character in season one? Oh. I loved him for the whole show, to be honest yeah. with you. I loved him for the whole damn show. Brandon Thwaites. For, for, for uh, Brendan, right? Brendan? Brenton Thwaites. Brenton Thwaites. Yeah. For, I don't know. For some reason, I was, you know, this is it's not just one character. Every character in the show, I was buying the character they were being interpreted from. Okay. Whoever they were being adapt- adapted from, I was buying that, that character. Okay. So this kid playing a, da- uh, a Nightwing. I was believing him to be because he was yeah. So like the only one that was different for me is like I've never really I've only seen two versions of Starfire. That's Teen Titans. The Teen, Teen Titans. Titan, no, no. Well, I mean the Teen <laughs> Titans. Teen Titans Go. I guess what I put as one. So the animated Cartoon Network Starfire, and then the, the Warner's movies. DC animated movies. Justice League versus Teen Titans Starfire. So if I had to, so if I had to use my knowledge, if I had to look at those like those characters, yeah. Everybody from DC's animated movie is definitely in these shows for me. It got to the point where like I was enjoying the show, not for the cast, for myself. I'm feeling suspense. I'm feeling the drama. I'm getting angry. I'm like I'm getting happy at these characters. Like most of these characters were getting. You know what was where I don't, you know what was when I was sold for the show? Mm. Straight up, episode two, Hawk and Dove. Hawk and Dove. I smiled when they had that little fighting uh, choreograph with Hawk and Dove in the street where, oh, where the kids in America, America. were yeah. playing. When that whole thing was going down, and then I was just getting their whole... See, like, I felt like the, those beginnings had like a little bit more stake. Because like, didn't they throw Dawn off a building in that? Dude, I really thought they killed her. <laughs> yeah, they threw Dawn off a building. We don't find out till the last episode that she's not dead, basically. She's in the hospital till the last Well, because Raven was keeping her alive. Yeah. That's crazy. My issue... Okay, I have immense issues with characterization we'll get there because I, I would like to be convinced I would like to enjoy this more than I did um, but my um, my bigger issue in this is I feel like there's too much convenience 
I feel like oh, that's just that that that's that's not a problem with this show. Yeah, that's a problem with the studios and just yeah. I the Teen Titans as as is, especially in season two, you have a lot of heavy hitters on that team, and I don't know if they knew that they could get there. I know that they don't have the budget to get there. They don't have the budget for somebody to fly and another person to have laser eyes and another person to have fire shooting out of her hands. They well, that's the why the most that. that's why most the of the team was for, regular people. Right. They don't have but then it seems odd to even adapt that then. That would be like going, well, we had the Fantastic Four, but we can only really do the invisible effect because that's the cheapest one. So we'll have everybody else just stand well, there, well, and we'll have the we'll have yeah, the invisible woman do all the DC is known for having a lot more vigilante, unsupered heroes than Marvel. Maybe they should have went outsiders then, like street level. Well, I really didn't even know Hawk and Dove. Me either. I, I, I actually knew of them, but I didn't know about them because I think I, they came. Uh, they were one of the people that came to back to life in um. And uh, it was Blackest it was Do- it was Dove Blackest Night because but Dove was a boy because Dove died. No, that was yeah. it. It was Do- Hawk Dove and Dove were brothers Donnie, and Donnie Don 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 Hall. Don it was Hall. it was Hank Hall and Don Hall yeah. and Don Hall ki- was killed in Crisis in the eighties Crisis. Yes, yes, yes. And he was brought back. Look at you, comic book man. I did the notes for you. That's what I'm saying. That's what I'm saying. This is this for. I that's love what, it. See, I, I'm doing. trying to like. I'm trying to ease. The tension off your back, man. I'm trying to boost your morale. I got a lot of tension on my back. Trying got, to, uh, got, a com- I got a website on my back. People. Trying to get you, you know, your morale boosting up again, I'm trying man. to move. Trying to, I'm trying to stick and move. Um, I like Hank and Dawn. Something's up I with Dawn. I want them as a show. Something's up with Dawn. I wanted them I as want a show. I want them as a show. I do not want season two Hank and Dove as a show. Oh, no, no. No. Hank and I don't. Hank, Hank and... Okay. It's hard to say Hawk and Dove and Hank and Dawn. I get them mixed up sometimes. Yeah. What? What pissed me off is out of nowhere they're giving me these you can't give me a season 1 flashback of them meeting and having this relationship and then not giving me any answers to how they broke up and she ended up with Robin because these season 2 flashbacks were they're the Teen oh, Titans right, right. she's with Robin but then there was that weird thing there was that very very weird thing in season 1 where the first time Raven meets Dawn she sees in her head like Robin and Dawn making love, isn't that something that happens? Yeah, and, it was, and he's just, and it's just like real, and it's it like, was an off putting thing. It's for, to like let us know that there's something there before we know what was there because we don't see any kind of affection between Dawn and Robin until season. Which two. to me it brings the realism of Hank and Dawn's relationship. Sh- shared trauma isn't a you know a, a commonality. You can't. Say, oh, we have, we both have trauma. We have that in common. Let's be in a relationship. You know, I think it works to a point. It works until you are not trying. It worked until it didn't work anymore because they were. Hank was still on that whole like you know, the you got thrown off a roof. I don't want us doing this bit. That actually, we'll get there in, in season two. But that was actually a really poignant thing that he said where he was like, "You, you like got knocked out and woke up." I've been here the whole yeah. next to you every day. I didn't day sleep for, for all the entire weeks, time yeah. that, been going, that you were knocked you got out to, and woke up. That was, that was what he said. He's like, you got to sleep through this. <laughs> yeah, yeah. He's like, I was like, she didn't want to, but I totally get what you're talking about, Hank. I totally get it. Um, what else should we say about season one before we just dive into all uh, of it? Well, we're going to have to talk about Trigon a little bit because it kicks very off. Very little bit. <laughs> very, very little bit. Um. Try no Trigon. hair. He's short as fuck. Where's so the horns? All, he looks ugly as Trigon, shit. I'm honestly, sorry. My favorite part of Trigon's design, and it may be silly, is his sideburns. I think they're 
they're oh the, the 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 fucking uh, Hellboy sideburns. Yes, I think they do make him look like a demon. <laughs> his top um, eyes are always closed. It just looks like slits on the top of his head. Yeah, I have so much problems with Trigon. The antlers he's supposed to have the hooves. not there. Where's the long uh, hair? The red. That shit looks salmon pink. He was yeah. It was just weird. It was like a. It kind of reminded me of like Doomsday, but like when no- Doomsday showed up. But in a- nothing pissed me off more. Forget the. You know what? I would have accepted a shitty design if it wasn't a wasted potential of a bad guy. And I wrote it right, right. Well, I wrote it in mine for for bad. Man, it was a wasted freaking villain. It was just they built him up from episode one all the way to before he got introduced that everyone was after Raven because you had these religious zealots that either wanted to protect her or you had these people that wanted to kill her. You had people that wanted to like have Trigon brought. I felt, I felt a little bit like the Starfire connection to that story was very weak. That there was, n- the there was that, no the point The idea that, that they would send Starfire to Earth to kill, to kill Raven because Trigon well, might show up well, no, well, that's the thing. You have to look at it as, as like, hey, listen, if there's bugs over in there and we're over here, kill those bugs first so they don't get to us over here. But ultimately, look at what happened with Trigon. Her daughter just got hip to it. They didn't blow him up. An army of people didn't take him down. The same person that you went to kill. And if you would have killed that person, it would... You know what I'm saying? Like, <laughs> she was the one who stopped it. My thing is, it seems very weird to go from Trigon to Deathstroke. Yeah, there wasn't. There was no. It seems very weird to go that route. But the reason why I allowed it initially is because in the New Fifty Two, the way the New Fifty Two starts is the very first person that they fight is Darkseid. But they don't kill Darkseid. They send him back through a, a boom tube, and so it seemed like, well, open and shut case. And then when he shows up again at the end as a big bad, it's like, oh, he was just sitting on the other side, getting all his anger out. I didn't feel that way with Trigon. It literally felt like he died. It literally—he just like exploded, and everyone was like, "Is he gone?" Yeah, I well, think he I'm, is. And well, I was like, "Wait a minute! What do you mean you think he is?" I'm looking at it as in a way like, all right, with Teen Titans, I don't remember fully, but try there was a thing with Trigon. Where, yeah, uh, Raven fought him, and the Teen Titans All fought him the before. Time. Just but there was a Teen Titans. But there was a certain there was a certain episode where it was Raven's birthday. And she just, the whole day, from 12 to 12, she wanted the whole day to go. She wanted to sit in her room, staring at a clock, yeah. and no one to bother because it was her prophecy that on, like, think of, like, her 16th or 18th birthday, she was going to open it, and she was going to open, open this portal. <laughs> but it wasn't going to be her doing that opens the gate. It was going to be a piece of Trigon that was in her that's going to open the gate for right, him because right, right. when the, they last fought, he still, like, you know those, like, little shits that, like, float in the air? Yeah, that yeah, was yes. still in her, in yeah. a sense. Yeah. So that's why she's killing people. Her powers are getting so much more more worse. Like there's still So you got I'm telling you, you got to see I the show. I was not a fan of Tegan Croft in season 1. The woman who plays Rachel. I feel like she was a little on the young side in season 1. Too on the young side, right? It just it seems weird that Dick would be on the team with people such so younger than him. Yeah, dude, if this dude is a detective, He's yeah. he's gotta be nearing thirties. I would say late twenties, early thirties, and Gar is pictured as a teenager, and so is uh, Raven. If I had and to, so, if I had to put a ballpark number on Raven, I would say fifteen. To me, what got me my blood pumping a little bit in this season two, and I guess we'll just do we we'll, we'll talk about it for about twenty minutes. We can do all spoilers at this point and jump around all way. Oh, we've been talking twenty minutes. Yeah, listen, guys, spoiler time. Spoilers. Woo woo woo. You've been warned. <laughs> so 
Um, my big thing is that the most excited I got in season two was when I felt like the Titans team was going to be Connor, Gar, Dick. Yes. I'm oh, sorry, Connor, Gar, um, Jason, and Raven. Raven. Oh, yeah. And so I was like, oh, we getting like a little tell team me, together. But tell me that wouldn't be a dope freaking and, and, team. And Rose, and then you have the older ones. They're kind of like the uncle, aunt, and the father who are kind of like, you guys should be really. It, like how the Justice but League is. But we didn't is. get in that. Oh, there was, there was that moment. The yeah. The, none, of, none of them are the team. None of them are the No, them, by, by the end, Raven's the already in Damascara. None of them were in the last fight. Yes, none of them none, were in You know what I'm saying? Like, they're not on the team. So it's like, it, at the end of it, Dick put it all on his shoulders again. So it makes me feel like he don't see these guys as equals, which is my beef with the whole Titans thing. Well, I, I don't feel think, like they're supposed to be like boys. I, I don't feel like he doesn't see the Titans as equal. Are we, are we talking about the OG original no, Titans or the new the Titans? New Titan. The ones that he called the new Titans. It'd be different if they were like, hey, we should be the Titans. And he was like, no, you guys just have to live with me and just shut up. But well, he's like, yeah, but he's the, like, you should train because you guys are going to be the new that's, Titans. That's the thing. Is he just wants he wants them to have a place where they can control their powers. It's the Professor X syndrome. It's like, if I can have you guys here controlling your powers and doing and using it for good, I'm going to have you guys fight my war for me. But then when the war came, he didn't want them fighting. Because they were too young and kids. But then, then what the point? Then why put them in the war? <laughs> that's, my, that's my only beef. That's yeah. My but it's because, it's because of the Raven thing. The Raven thing is also kind of contrived. She dreams of Dick. And that's the only reason why she's... I mean, she dreams... Yeah. yeah. I, heard, I, heard it, I heard it come out. Uh, she, she, dreams of, <laughs> she dreams of Robin. And thus, and thus, she must stay with him now. Because she has no family. Her mother's yeah, dead. for this whole time, she's scared that he's going to get killed by Slade. She keeps seeing the same funeral. The but same even, funeral. even in season one, that's how she found him. Remember? She dreamed up this this acrobat guy. And oh, then yeah, she, yeah. He, she went over to search for him. Yeah, so, I have like, no idea what her powers are. So now she has no family, did. and so she's just hanging with Dick, kind of to hang with Dick. Dick, in season one, tried to pawn her off how many times? At least he, three yeah, he, yeah. <laughs> At least three different he tried times. Pawn, like, he tried leaving her there with the cops. He cops tried leaving her with Dawn. That By the way, yeah, uh, can you I'm gonna leave this. this no, kid? Yeah, can you watch this kid while I leave her a note saying, "Hey, kid, I actually can't be your friend. Like, I have to leave." Can somebody just leave her at the with the nuns and the but, nuns are like trying to kill her? I look at this as like this is this is a Dick Grayson that's li- that literally left Batman. I would if I had to put it around the uh, time frame, probably two two to three years. All right, so now now we're gonna get into my real beef. Now that I'm drinking more of this blue moon that you so happen to bring to the studio. Uh, to cure my favorite beard, man. To cure me of my ills. All right. We're led to believe the entirety of season one that the reason why Dick Grayson is the way he is is because Batman uh, traumatized him. Batman's traumatized him. Yeah. But we find out in season two that that's not the case. The reason why he is the way he is is because they killed somebody as a Titan. Mm -hmm. They were in Titans. They killed somebody. So which is it, Dick? Because you gave Bruce a lot of shit in season one. And in season two, you're so He did what he had to do for a lie. You're so jacked up, like, in your mind that you are seeing your parental figure berate you. How bad? Like, it's it's recontextualizing what I thought. That was a thought. weird episode. That was a pretty weird atonement it's, or whatever. Yeah, it's recontextualizing what I thought Nightwing thought about Batman. And I don't know if I like that. I don't know if I like, like, he just has kids in his war, and yeah, but you're doing the same thing. You're literally doing the same thing. Yeah, but then he doesn't have the guts to to pull the trigger. 
That's like saying that's like being a t- telling somebody who's a gun nut you shouldn't have a gun, but you have a gun. Yeah, but I've never pulled the trigger. You actually pulled the trigger on yours, but you have a gun, and you're telling and can, oh, and, and any moment you could pull the trigger, and then thus be as bad as me. Um, so that he kills Batman in a dream sequence. Like that isn't that like levels of like, what was it? Um, so edible, <laughs> the edible complex. <laughs> oh my um, god, the um, edible complex. So like. Yeah, I just was I was not buying how bad Dick had it. Um my my I think that the one through line throughout season 1 and season 2 that has come off immaculately is the eventual turn for Jason Todd because they screwed that kid in both these seasons. That kid yeah. got screwed. Season 1, Batman doesn't know what to do with him. And Batman kind of puts Jason in Dick's face. Like, I said that I didn't want any more Robins, but here's another Robin. Well, and, better I, and, I him, and I let him drive the Batmobile. Remember that? Oh, yeah. He's like, <laughs> he did, wait, he let you drive the Batmobile? You know what I'm saying? Uh, he gave him a better suit. All that. He gave him a better freaking suit. All of that. He kind of like put it in his face and then put those two at odds when they didn't have to be at odds. And then. Yeah, there was no reason to have the Batman and Robin, like the Batman and first Robin at odds, especially since all the other versions of Nightwing, Blue Haven Nightwing that I've seen. He has been pra- nothing but praisal for Bruce's training, and he may have, he may have a healthy distance. Yes, yes, he may, he may you have know, his healthy. Like, he may know that that Bruce can't be emotional. That if you're looking for a shoulder to cry on on Bruce, that's the last man to look at for a shoulder to cry on. So explains to me why in this show he calls him at every point, at every point, at every second he calls the man that we were told in season one he wanted nothing to do with, nothing to do with. To the point that he needed a dream sequence to come back. I feel to like because you know what I I feel like these are. I honestly do feel He's like these are two. Di- I feel like these are two different shows in a season sense. One like season two, season one and season yeah. two are have have to be two different showrunners. Have to be. I and I, it, I shouldn't have looked. I should have looked it up. But I think it would have been cooler if season one was Deathstroke, and you had everyone on the team but Raven. Maybe Raven, maybe maybe right. maybe Connor. I know. I'm gonna agree with you Raven on that. Adventure Sp- in the season two. Swap Raven for Connor. Swaps Raven's whole storyline yeah. for Connor's whole storyline. Make the whole clone of Superman a first season, a, a, a opener for season one, yeah. a first halfway. Then do the second half, Deathstroke. By season two, have the Titans at odds. Have the Titans at odds after the whole aftermath well, of no. Deathstroke. Matter of fact, if you do it your way, make season one Titans OG Teen Titans. Make it no. That's what that's Hank what I'm saying. Dove. Do, do the whole what the Haw- whole Deathstroke. Do the whole Deathstroke, my you know, the death of the sun, and and uh, all of them feeling so the way that two starts they're broken up. By by season by season two, you've already felt the aftermath of of the Deathstroke of the Jericho and the Deathstroke stuff. Yes, because then by the second half of season two, you can give us the Trigon and Raven. Yes, by episode five six, and we find everybody's Raven. Already, everybody's already on the team. Everybody's already kind of established, you know, and because Raven. Isn't no, have, because by the time they're broken up, have Raven help them get, you know, hey, I, I found this girl that she really needs help. Please, Donna, please talk to to Hawk and Dove to talk. Hey, I'll That's go to Starbucks. That's actually Raven is what, who brings the Teen Titans together in the comic So books. we should have done that in the in the second half they of season two. And, though, kind of. But, but it just wasn't enough, man. It was a, No, no. <laughs> it was a pseudo way of doing it. Yeah. It was a way of doing it of... I'm I'm trying to help this girl. Hey, I'm I'm a cop and I'm trying to help this girl. I have amnesia and my memory is telling me to help this girl. I I have to I have have a friend who's coming to me to tell me to help this girl. You know, like that's and a- I felt like the weight of that amnesia plot dragged too much. 
it, you know what it was? Would, it was so pointless to, to we me. We would have gotten to places. And and not only that, but when you get to the episode before before the season ends, the season finale, I guess, is what is classically called. Um, uh, <laughs> um, <laughs> um freaking. You you get there, and then she's like talking about everything in term in alien terms, kind of like nonchalantly. She's like, "Yeah, you know, we that's yeah, my as spaceship. if she could, yo, because that's Raven touches her, and now my, all of a sudden she got all of her memory. And that's my stuff, and that's my and I'm like, which speaking of which, Blackfire should have been saved for a season three thing. You should have really dressed right. No, it, it no, it is, but but I'm saying like you should you shouldn't have introduced that. Or at least, all right, that whole end credit that would have been fine. If you would have given us the like the like the, the you final, you fell asleep. You fell asleep. I fell asleep during the credits, and then I heard something, and I woke up, and I went, "Did it go to the next episode? What is? There's no more episodes." And then it went. It did the thing. I was like, "Oh," because in the finale, they were done with the villains in like the first half. Yeah, and then the second half is all closing shit, y'all. I yes. s- all right, I'm with you on that. That whole second half where where Dick was going to like every single person and saying his goodbyes, I kind of fell asleep a little bit. Like for like ten minutes, I, like, I knocked out for like ten minutes. I yeah, because I think I fell as I fell asleep at the few when uh, Raven was saying her goodbye and getting on the on the plane. I fell asleep. I woke up and they're all at the table giving a toast and they're about to and go. Rose is just yeah. sitting there. Chill. Everyone's cool with Rose now. It is what it is. My big Dick thing is ain't he, cool with anybody. Uh, not uh, Jason isn't cool with anybody. Is Jason there? No, he was gone. That's he, what I'm saying. But Rose is. You understand what I'm saying? Like, stop. That's what. I, that's what I'm trying to say. I'm trying to calm. No, down. no. Because I understand. Say, I see how mad you guys. I, gotta... I have a thing for the Robins, but more specifically, no, the Robins are one of the for, greatest. Is the greatest sidekicks of all more time. More specifically, Jason Todd and Damon, Damon Wayne. Those two are my jam because I feel like they they fit because. Dick is the firstborn. He's the great son that always did what he had to do. He oh, so so let me guess. My man, my man Tim Drake is just always the bastard redhead he stepchild. Kind of, he is kind of he is on in my opinion he is kind of on the outs. But his distinction in my eyes is he's the longest reigning Robin. He he is. You know, he's the one that t- when I was growing up was Robin. If he was I, a Robin in, in um, no, like if if you have to look at it, he was the first and like not the, forget the Burt Ward and the that one. Like for, if we're talking about the first Robin that had the, yeah, that had a series, series that, that was Tim Drake. Drake. Yeah, yeah. Tim Drake. Yeah. Because by like season two, you already have Nightwing. And but they use Jason Todd's story to tell the Tim Drake story in Batman the Animated. Because series. then you get the Return of the Joker, Batman All Beyond. Kind of Yo, oh, yes. yes. And so. And so um, if they're setting, if they're setting down the tracks for that, we might be gay. We might, you know, because Jason, he got traumatized getting thrown off that damn building. I thought they were gonna kill him there. I, did. This, this is when I was sold for season two, straight okay. up, because I thought they were gonna kill him there, and the episode ends. Yeah. Next episode, it's a whole clone super super boy story. And yo, yeah. I, this this show. And a couple of other incarnations, a couple, of, I can't remember, I think it was Young, it was Young Justice. This yeah. and Young Justice, I think Superboy might be one of my favorite superheroes. <laughs> no, I think I'm sold on the him being him like, half half. him. it's not even It's not even the whole idea of him being half Abraham Lincoln, half Hitler. It's, <laughs> Abraham Lincoln. It, it's, it's the point of just, I just really like, I don't know, I just, you know how like you are with, with like Superman and Cat, yeah, like yeah. there's just something about this character that just, sells me on like happiness it's like i look i look at old connor and i'm just like damn 
I gotta look for your stories now. I'm kind of, and I don't want no Superboy in 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 a leather jacket. I want the black T-shirt with the red le- stitching. So Super- you should read the uh, Jeff, and this is for everybody who's listening. You should read the Jeff, Jeff Johns 2003 run of Teen Titans. Um, I got through a, a bunch of that. Um, in preparation. Oh, there's for a shit ton one. of Teen Titans on the yeah. DC app that I'm about in to start reading. For season one, um, I read a bunch of it, and yeah, Connor's there, uh, Raven's there. Um, so you really got some heavy hitters there. And um, whoever this actor is, I, I don't think, did we? That Connor? Yeah, who's, uh, I think yeah, it's. Yeah, yeah, we got him. We have his name here because he deserves at least some sort of recognition for the good job that he did. Uh, Joshua Orpin, subject 13 yeah, slash Connor. He was perfect. His, his, the, his, uh, balance on duality was like one minute. He's like this scared nine year old child. The next minute he just like, he's fearful and just angry like so let's talk about his storyline a little bit let's talk about the whole cadmus of it all so yeah they we're introduced in this the season cadmus to cadmus. eggs yes we're introduced to, to cadmus uh and uh natalie who is eva who's eve watson is she a con- yo i've been or is it talking like... about that i feel like i keep hearing that name both in supergirl the show and here and i haven't because i haven't seen her in any uh justice league unlimited justice league or any of those cartoon network animated series but I need to know, is she just made for the show? And she was, like, taken from, like, three different, like, characters from comic books? But, like, I'm down for the actress. The actress was, Not, did yeah, a pretty good job. everything is coming up as it being an original thing for this season. Okay, so it's an original thing for the show. All right, I'm down with it. I'm not, I, I'm, I, I can't, I, you know me. I love my originality. So if they're bringing an original character into the show, and she was doing pretty good as, a, like, this mother figure for Superboy. What happens to her? She uh, goes on the run. Okay. She goes on the run. Because, like, that thread doesn't get tied up, and then they never refer to it again. So I was like, what Oh, no, no, yeah. They, no, they, no they, they tied up that that thread. Um, When he gets... Sh- he saves Jason. Yes, yeah, so he gets shot And then the he gets shot bullet. by the kryptonite bullet twice, and then left for dead. And the, the woman, uh, Mercy Graves, in her head, this is kryptonite bullets. He's dead. She tells the, the doctor that she's dead, but... She doesn't kill the doctor. I don't know why. They, he, right. she, she killed that other uh, the guy with the suit, yeah. the tie. I don't know why she didn't kill the doctor. She just fired her. Like you're fired. Okay. Like go ahead, you can yeah. leave. And then she ends up showing up at the. Oh no no no! The day she was getting the, the day she was getting fired, she rescued uh, Crypto. Yes, and then tries to use his. I cannot believe she thought that. Was, I mean, it worked. No, it worked, but, but I, I cannot believe she wanted to get the dog to laser eye the lock like that. There's a lot going on there, girl. That could have. I don't know how wrong. she survived going head first like, outside of. Yeah, she grabbed. She grabbed onto the dog, and, onto the the dog and went head first out of plate glass window. But yes, yeah, then she shows up at the Teen Titans tower. But the but the idea is that. Oh yeah, she goes, and that's when she tells Corey that she needs the power of the sun and whatever. Like yeah, and that, then they know? do the the her the power of Corey, and then Raven to be able to hold op- in the power. Hold and then in, like, in they did a whole surgery them. thing, and then she gave him like one last speech. He called her mom, and then she's like, "He's like, what are you gonna do?" And she's like, uh, "I'm just gonna go on the run." <laughs> yeah, he's like, "They're gonna kill all you," right. and he's like, "It's all right, I'm gonna take the van and I'm just gonna right. drive off into the sunset." So they didn't kill off the character. So I'm happy they didn't kill off the character. Okay. They have a prospect of bringing it back. Yeah, Mercy Graves, though, we've seen a couple of times. Last time we saw her, she was exploded in Batman versus Superman. <laughs> yeah. She was the Asian that yeah. the Asian lady, yes. Yeah, 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 yeah. But she's been in a lot of... She's actually in... Um, oh, no, she's Supergirl. a... She's Lex Luthor's right-hand yeah, woman in, in all of, of like, his his works. Yeah, so Natalie... I hope I'm saying this right. Gumed? Gumed? Gumed. 
Uh, Place Mercy Graves, the personal security specialist to Lex Luthor, assigned to oversee Cadmus Laboratories. And in Cadmus, they have created Subject 13, uh, Superboy, um, using the DNA of Lex Luthor and um, Superman. They have created Connor Kent, who um, has the kind of the weird, like the memories of both. I would say the powers of both, but Lex Luthor really just has like intelligence. And I know the. I'm just so happy because I finally have notes. I wrote down notes to oh, be able to use. Yes. So I know the notable. I know notable differences between the shows and the comics was ah. it wasn't it wasn't Lex Luthor in the comic because they, they no in the comic it was this uh, alien name uh, du, uh, Dubelex. They used an alien Dubelex. D U B B I L E X. The thing is, in the Jeff John comic, it was Lex Luthor. So maybe well, I looked up the. Maybe the first. Super I look. I, I looked up the uh, the first. Super, well, because what it is, I looked up. I watched the Connor episode, but then I used the comic book that they used oh, okay. as a reference, yeah. and then I looked it up that his origin, that the original Superboy, it was it was two different alien DNAs. It was all of Superman's powers, but it was also an alien that had the power of telepathy. Uh I think I'm remembering that storyline too. So if Superboy happens to have tele telepathy powers, but Superman doesn't, that's why. Because how do you feel about the whole like him going and, and getting his memories mixed up, like like seeing oh, Kansas? Oh my god! You know what it was? Seeing, I knew, uh, I knew it. I knew something was wrong. Not that I didn't know Lex Luthor lived that he went to the wrong farm. He went to the Lex Luthor farm. Yeah. I just thought it was gonna be a trap going to the Kent house yeah. because the dog was was doing the dog was doing the whole I'm sensing that like this is a trap yeah, it's a like trap stuff, yeah. the whole Admiral Akbar thing yeah I love that dogs are always like no so I knew not. once uh, once they had that moment where the dogs like don't go here don't go here I'm like all right now I'm gripping my seat and I'm like let's go but then it does the obvious. Luthor mailbox and I'm like oh yeah. shit is he gonna is Luther sitting there. And then it's like I like the whole. He has me- he has Luther's memories. Yeah, a person can do whatever the freak they want with their memories. But he like one of the first things he realizes that Luther was abused as a child. Yeah, but that's what I'm saying. It's like all right, it's like the Always Sunny episode. Uh, it's always uh, the gang does a clip show. Oh yeah, you know when you change a memory, you alter the past. Yeah. So who's to say that Luther isn't remembering it that one specific way? Because God knows these. Uh, sons remember different things about their father figures, given Dick Grayson's. <laughs> I uh, because he, espe- you know. especially since like the the father was basically saying, "Listen, my son was a brilliant kid. It wasn't about his brains. It wasn't about him being bad in school. He was just he had no moral compass. Like no more remorse. I kinda, yeah. I one hundred percent would take the side of the father on that one. Do we need a Lex Luthor? Yes. Yeah. Yes. Yeah. Not actually I, again, even though you told me yes twice. <laughs> it's not a Lex Luthor, not like a an overall team villain, not like a one team, more like a singular villain who just happens to get in it with the team. Think of like the Loki in Avengers. Loki isn't the Avengers villains in that movie. Loki was Thor's villain. But because Loki went onto the wrong playing field, he became a villain of all the superheroes. So if we want to continue this Connor storyline, which I think we really, really should in season three touch up on the Connor storyline, give us Lex Luthor. Give us Lex Luthor. Give us Lex Luthor trying to go and trying to convince Connor that that you know I can be your father. Let me just raise you. Let me show you the way. And blah 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 blah. And then have the Teen Titans. No, you're not taking him from us. We're gonna 
You're Lex Luthor. If you think they, we're going to let this yeah, they, guy go into his like hands. It felt like it had a lot of more ground to cover. I think that's probably another issue. Well, I mean, it was see, it was like the, the sixth episode, and then the, it was like that. Yeah, like I think that, like, but it was also the like the weird, the one of those fillers where we don't. No, wanna no, no. Con- but I'm saying like the introduction to this entire storyline is oh. like a post credit. In is it the end of season one or is it the beginning, the first episode of season two, where you see him break out of this out of the thing, see the dog, he's naked. Whole that was all. That was all. I want to say that's the end of season. No, two. I don't. I, I don't. The end of season one, where the eyes light up for the dog. If there and... was an end credit of season one, I did definitely did not watch no end credit of season because I, 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 I didn't. I didn't. I didn't know TV shows were doing end credits now. That's the thing. I guess comic book shows because it's always a page turner. Yeah. So it's always a to be. All right. So then that. So it, since I didn't see no end credit, I didn't know Superboy was coming. Oh, we. I, I'm almost certain that we talked about. Like we're trying to decide what was gonna happen when he showed up, so I'm I'm gonna say that we. I you know the thing is I f- full transparency, I I I uh I take a lot of uh the devil's lettuce, <laughs> so I I ingest in the broccoli rob yes a lot, so if there was ever a conversation where especially in the major issues uh group chat that uh somebody was casted as uh Connor oh yeah I forgot about it one hundred percent. Didn't especially if this is at the point where I can't afford damn DC streaming service. So why should I care if I'm never gonna watch it? I'm never gonna be the one to call it. Hey, right, I want right. to cover this episode. Cause... I think that I think that the plan on the outside is is pretty simple, and we've seen it before. Um, you know, a company decides that they're going to create super soldiers and then sell them to the highest bidder. Um, oh, but... it's basically the Winter Soldier storyline in a sense, but more tweaked for DC's style. Yeah, and then in this, um. To make sure that the demand would be high for these super soldiers, Cadmus feels like they need to orchestrate their own attack. Oh, they even they made a- Beast Boy a super... They literally made Beast Boy a super soldier. They literally did Homecoming, Dead Freight, 1, 2, 20, whatever crap to Beast Boy. Yeah, I heard people I heard people theorizing. Um, when you have that scene of Jason Todd and he's seeing the, the buildings fall in front of his eyes, people were thinking that that was like a... Like a programming thing. Like he was going to be like some sort of Manchurian candidate. But that ends up being Gar. Gar ends up being the one that they use to create an, a, a situation and so that people would think that they need super soldiers. Um, I like that they set up a situation with Gar enough times that you saw how he acted to that music that you were able to emote before he did anything. When yeah. You got, when you got towards... When you see him in the carnival or whatever, and he drops that, you're like, "This is not gonna go well." And I like that feeling. I like that feeling of like, yeah, that oh, latter half snap. of season two really about to... started getting there with the suspense. With the, I feel like they got in their own way. I feel like I feel like um, I feel like there was too much back and forth with Hawk and Dove in this season. Uh, especially there was, there was especially like three episodes where I'm like, "Yo, I really don't." I like, you know, because I guess because I want to see. Them like have Minka their Kelly. no. I want to. I do like. I do like Minka Kelly, but she's rocking that wig. That's a wig. Of course, that's that's, a wig. that's not that's not her. They didn't dye <laughs> no, her no, hair. No, 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 no. Of course, that's a wig. Oh man, she's, then I want her in that. I, I don't want think her. the magic's there when she's a brunette. Nope. And no not, magic. You know, you know what it is? That, that white. That the, dove hair. the second she came in in Hawk and Dove, I said, "Holy shit!" They literally <laughs> took Laurel Lance and Sarah Lance. And made put them, them in a person. blender, like <laughs> made them one person, made them one specific person, like that. Act- and you throw in Elsa from uh, <laughs> from Frozen, and he just 
But like no, because I told you straight up, I want a Hawk and Dove show. If I, if I can get these two actors to that, play I these, really two, like Alan Richardson. He's he is he's a real he's a real man. He's real. I know what you wanted to say. He's real. He's a real man, bro. Yeah, yeah, for real. He's he is. He's, I, I, I was a little he's upset loyal. that they made him go back to drugs. I think it. I think it helps. In a sense, not drugs? not not <laughs> not 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 drugs. I think it helps his arc in a sense because from from his from the introduction of him all the way into like where he was on the ranch trying to help somebody else get off drugs to where he was flipping out because a bottle of alcohol was in his room all the way to he goes to a bar and orders Dr. Pepper. You can really see that this man wants to like, you know, he's on the straight and narrow. He's doing what he has to to be better. But finding out that Dick was actually responsible for the death of Jericho and then the whole breaking up with with Dawn, it sent him on this whirlwind where all right, if he did, but he knew Dick was the problem with Jericho. But he did. He left when that happened. Yeah, but no one truly knew that Jericho was, was like sacrificed himself, like threw himself in yeah. front of Slade's blade. Because that's the thing, like they were giving Dick a lot of shit, I, more shit than they should have. Because I felt like a lot of them were like, "You know what to do, Dick. You know what to do." And then when Dick did something, they're like, "We didn't say do that." What did, well, because they knew what? they Jer- they knew Jericho was gonna go talk to his father to try and convince him to to not mess with the Teen Titans, just like let it be, let it be. But oh, wait. he followed him. Let's let's let, let's go back to Gar and Cadmus real quick because I want to finish that off. So they create this. Uh, they they. I thought they were gonna. It do was the... heartbreaking watching them do brain surgery on Gar Yo. while he's awake and talking. That was that, and he was just recanting. Yeah, he was just recanting when he got cut by Raven, trying to wake her up in the middle of the night. You think that the Doom Patrol people were tortured? He was in Doom Patrol, and then he got brought over here to his brain surgery situation. So yeah, you could look at him as like an offset. Oh my god! Look, you know, and he, he is. You know, that's a, that's like canonical. The, no, the con- Beast Boy is, is a Doom, Doom Patrol, and then but I'm more oh, looking at as like the Doom Patrol that that's in the DC streaming service right now. Think about like all those old ex Doom Patrol members that we talk that they talk about yeah. that we go visit Danny on Danny Street and all that. Yeah, yeah. Who's to say we won't get an episode where the Doom Patrol won't cross over with Teen Titans? Show them how to be a team. Because you know what, you know, you know what made me think about their lack of of teamwork. Mm. The idea that they would eventually trade, or not trade, but maybe Doom Patrol will get to a point where they don't need Cyborg. And Cyborg goes to the team that he's supposed to be on. If that were to happen, he would look at that team and be like, "What is wrong?" You know what I'm saying? He'd be like, "What's wrong with y'all?" If that's the case, what? Hey, he would talk to Dick all crazy because he'd be like, "Justice League, aren't you supposed to be like better than this?" And then you'd be, yeah, you'd be stuck. Cyborg was the Dick yeah. Grayson of that team of of the Doom Patrol. You know, like yeah. he was the one that was like, we need to get together and we need to do all this, whatever. But they got their mission done. They dealt with their stuff that they had to deal with, seemingly. And now uh, we're in this situation. I don't feel like they have the same teamwork. But to put it back to Gar and Soups, again, I was mad that um, they were doing all the brain surgery on him. I'm still mad that they haven't come up with another animal besides a tiger. They did. You Sna- keep telling me a snake. Snake. I can't remember a snake. When the Season snake one. When it happened. What do you uh, there was this point where it's like the, I think it was like one of the Trigon, some... There was some point where like a house got blown up and there was rubble like everywhere like debris was on top of people. Yeah. And there was this one shot 
of like debris all piled up and a snake was slithering through the debris and it was a green snake slithering right between the rocks. This wasn't this devil's lettuce that you were talking about earlier. No, <laughs> I'm joking. No, because this this was because I flipped out. I was like, oh, yeah, okay. No, usually those, those snakes are. Purple. I got <laughs> I got mad because I'm like, okay, so he can change to another animal, but then they they give us this like ultimately convenient explanation that he can change to another animal, but it's psychological. And since right. Tigers is his favorite, every time he th- feels the need to, when he, every time he goes to change, because he doesn't control it yet, it was the whole Cadmus experiments that helped him learn to now, now he can actually control it and change on command. Yeah. Before being able to change on command, he has to s- visualize and see. So if you're, so if you visualize in the first animal you, or every time the only animal you see is, you see is an elephant, but you're going to change. Like, I also felt like he was in, enti- there were times of desperation, like he, he really couldn't put his mind to another something else, like when they showed up at the tower and started shooting out windows. Like, yeah, you like, could have at least went a to mouse? like <laughs> tortoise, because you know, something. Um, but they end up getting Gar, and they end up getting Super. Well, how do you feel about Gar and Superboy's day out? Oh man, I kind of didn't want them going outside. I would have had more fun if they would have just destroyed the Teen Titans tower. None of that would have happened if they didn't get all gloomy on himself and seclude himself to jail. I, There's a lot of I Dick really Grayson being to, I really can't believe he went to jail for like two, three episodes. For himself. He put and himself he in prison. And he didn't even explain it to anybody. He just let no. everybody He let everybody call him until his voicemail box went you to full. They're calling him at, over to the Dick, last episode. please, still. call me. I need you to... Please, People Dick, I need dying. you. Please, <laughs> Dick, I need you, bro. Everybody, Starfire, Rachel, Beast Boy, Donna. And I get every- that he was hurt by this original sin of the Jericho situation. And we'll get into that in a bit. But it's just like... So, Gar's left alone. So is Superboy. Superboy is not even like a Superboy got old. the mind of a four-year-old. Exactly. And he kills some gops. By mistake. But he kills some gops. And then, um, the, you know, they're both captured by Cadmus. And uh, Beast Boy doesn't really do much the whole season. He's only set up to be this. He I felt like Beast Boy did more in season reasons. one. He said he's here for two reasons. One, to tell Rachel that something's up with her because she's having those dreams where those those black clouds are swirling around and hurting Yo, people. How many times? And I, I was expecting you to say this because I knew I know you're fed up with it too. How many times are we gonna wake up dangerous people in their fucking sleep? I'm over it. I don't even wake up. Normal people in their fucking sleep. No, I'm over. Because I'm afraid they're gonna it. swim, uh, uh, swing at me. How many times are we gonna wake up the most dangerous? Yo, and it's not even like Wolverine with the claws or anything. This bitch. You can got- see it. Yeah. You can see it. It's not like yeah. It's not Yo, like, it's not like you don't know the situation until you get floating. Stabbed. Not and he said it. It it felt like razor blades. It yes. felt like floating razor blades. So you're gonna go near it? Guards a little <sighs> bit crazy. I need to. I need you to tell me how. Oh, how Raven got uh, not Raven. Uh, Ray, uh, Rose got captured. In, no, no, uh, we'll, when get, they to, found we'll her. get to the Deathstroke Gun- stuff in a bit. Basically, what I need you to explain to me is that eventually, what they end up doing is they end up letting Gar they 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 condition uh, Garfield Logan, Beast Boy, to turn into a tiger whenever a, a song is played and maul anybody in the area. We see them do this in practice, or with a bunch of people that work there. They that from Cadmus that die. And then they do this at like a barista, like a barista. Yo, that shit was shop. violent too. They had this girl like banging on the window for her, her life. Her hand is squirting stub. blood. She had a stub for for and her like squirting blood all yeah. over the thing. Um, and you hear her screaming and being let torn apart. Let me go. Let me go. Being torn apart by this tiger. Um, 
and so we know that he's being he's going to be let out into the into the not the wild but the, oh, the general public. You had your heart broken when he was uh, getting his head brain his uh, brain surgery yeah. happening. You want to know a moment truly truly made me tear after he mauled the chick in the tests in the test thing. Yeah. Or it was no no it was the first time they went out on the field and he the mauled barista, somebody. And he comes back in the truck and he comes back in the truck and he's just like he has that look on his face. He's like curled up into the blanket with blood, blood all over his mouth. And I he remember, just looked remember, so sad if you and remember scared. From season one, he hates that shit. Oh no, yeah, he because Robin asked him, "What can you do?" And he's and Robin got scared as hell. He's like, "Listen, I've never bit eaten every anybody. I've never even bit anybody." And then he eventually does to save he, Rachel. To save Rachel, and he had to like, eat somebody. And he is over it. He can see you still spitting out. Like, oh my god. So you have this 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 beast literally, and you're gonna release him into the general public, and then you once. You show that no one can stop him. You then show that this Cadmus Super Soldier can stop him, and thus when he does stop him, the the demand for this Super Soldier goes up, and there's biddings across the world. My thing is, they pit this Super Soldier up against this Tiger. This Tiger sees the Super Soldier. He runs at the Super Soldier as hard as he, as fast as he can. This Super Soldier uppercuts him. Gar should have been dead. Yeah, that Tiger should have been dead. Headless. Headless. Done. And then that would have been the end of the... Oh, tight. Dun, dun, dun. He would have been like, what? Because I'm like, he can't hit him. If he hits him, he is going to kill him. He's not a super tiger. Yeah, regular no, it's a regular, ass, regular, it's a regular ass tiger. So what, did he like play punch him? I don't know. But I was like, there's no situation in this where Gar the only other... leaves. He would die. Yeah, yeah. He would die. There would be no... That, there was no reason to have that whole little fight. How you feel about um the dis the display the demonstration of um Connor catching the bullet? All right, that was pretty cool. And then Connor, that was pretty cool. And then Connor shooting the other guy. That's what I'm saying. Like, <laughs> how are you gonna bullet? let Eve? Like, how are you gonna just let let Eve like be fired and just like not kill her right then and there when like you killed this guy during a demonstration? Yeah, like craziness. I my well, if I had a I had a few complaints. One of my main complaints is not enough crypto, because I was yeah, a good crypto. boy. Crypto. That was a good boy. The best boy. I'm that was so, the best good I'm boy. Just glad ever. he was away from everything. Dude, he was just showing when he when he showed up at the tower and rang the doorbell with his nose. I'm like, that's a good boy. He's so that's a good. I, he's a I, he's, he's such a he's such a good boy. Dude, when when um I loved super uh, Superboy's explanation of why he flipped out in Cadmus Labs. He's oh, like, yeah. I woke up and they were torturing the dog. And she, he was crying, and I just wanted it to stop. I just wanted it to stop. Like, yo, this. yeah, how he just goes and gets the Superman shirt. Well, when he go, I was just, I'm <laughs> literally about to mention. I was like, when he goes to grab the Superman shirt, and the guy like yells at him, and he gets the flashback of his father about to smack him, uh, yeah. smack Lex Luthor, and he just like, please don't hurt me, don't hurt me. I'm like, yo, that's straight. Like, that's if you have, you would have the mind of a four year old with the body of a of a twenty year old with the strength of Superman. You would, you're, you're gonna have a little bit of like these weird looking. Uh, unorthodox quirks, and I love oh, yeah. it. I love it when you see like somebody big and brute, and you're like four foot nothing, and you yell at them, and they're just like, "Please don't hurt me! Don't hurt me!" Like, I don't know. There's something to me. I just find that to be entertaining storytelling. It's crazy. Um, I, the only thing that sucks, man, is that something happens at the end of this that falls a certain titan, and I think Connor could have prevented it. <laughs> Yo, fuck, yo, 
No! Why did they let Donna? I don't care. Spo spoilers. Why did they let Donna die? It's a bullshit, man. It's a bro. Yo, Super. Where was Superboy? Where was Superboy, man? Oh my God! Beat Deathstroke, bro. But what was the point? And then Donna dies, and I'm like. What? <laughs> yeah! I said the same thing! I'm like, what? For like, what? What? Why? What? Why? And I guess she was the one who, like, told Dick, like, you need to you need to handle this Aqualad thing, you know what I'm saying? And maybe thus, that ends the whole thing. It just what kind of, why does death have to be, like, the final chapter to a character arc? It like, also doesn't help that we have trailers of Wonder Woman riding lightning. You know? So it's like, can she take lightning or can she not take wouldn't, lightning? Wouldn't Wonder Girl be able to take lightning? A lot of people say that her death in this show is not canonical to her powers. Not at, at yeah, all. It does not work. Cannot be. But it is the same Wonder Girl that was stabbed. She got stabbed by um by Deathstroke earlier yeah, on. Yeah, but you know, yeah. I would buy, I buy that. No, I think it was, if I'm not mistaken, Deathstroke's katanas are like... Some sort of like I, like I, a fictional fictional metal, yeah, like some sort of like I think is that the fictional metal Prometheum? Prometheum yeah, like it. It's an all I know is his katanas can cut healing factors. Yeah, same way Deadpool's katanas can cut healing factors, and that was one of the other things that uh, Deadpool's creators took from Slade was the the. The healing factor katanas. Do you have anything else to say about Gar, Eve Watson, Mercy Graves? Uh, not enough. Mer not enough Mercy Graves. She was pretty imposing. She, she was is she arrested? She got punched by Starfire. I don't know what happened after that. I think she probably got arrested. Okay. Other than that, uh, if they would have given her at least a, at least two more episodes, or at least like maybe twenty more minutes overall of of her on the show, I would have tried to convince you to at least throw her in the preliminaries for like. Uh, debut Better. villain, debut yeah. villain, because we haven't really seen a on TV show level. If, yeah. yeah, like on a TV show level where we can follow them like that. At least we got Amanda Waller and Arrow and shit. Like, so we'll go from that storyline to something else that's moderately small. Uh, the whole Trigon and Raven and Lee storyline. So you know, she did, is able to defeat her father, but then a piece of her father uh presents itself on her head. Uh, and so she fears what that could become and. Throughout the series, she seems to get less and less control over her powers. But it was in season one, if I'm not mistaken, that she actually seemed to enjoy hurting people. Was that me? It was, no, you're not wrong. It was <laughs> it was season one. Yeah, right? She was way more into, like, killing... Not killing people, but hurting people? In a sense, yeah. That by the second season, she was just, like... She was scared of it. Yeah, but in this, she hurts Gar. She accidentally no, she does kill a, a homeless woman's father. I was what, yo, how yo, how, how do you keep taking? Yo, every time I go to like literally mention something, it's like you know I'm gonna take it and you steal it from me. That's that brainwaves. It's the brainwaves yeah, that we be on. It's the blue moon, but <laughs> blue moon, baby. no, but dude, just like you were saying, like she went from like 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 enjoying it to hating it to just out of nowhere killing a homeless guy with no problem. She just uh, a stone gargoyle took that man out and. With, uh, and then the homeless girl says, "Good. I wish I would have been there to see him suffer." He used to and beat she, me, he used to beat me until I pissed blood, is what she said. And then she leaves her. She's like, "Up, oh, you're too, she you're too hardcore for me." Yeah, she does that a lot. Well, she'll show up somewhere and be like, "Oh, I, I fit right in." You're nope, not, you're too hardcore you're for a, me. You either you're an orphan or you're not an orphan. At this point, yes. Figure it out because she keeps like trying to uh, walk out on the on the Titan Titans Tower. Um, 
Kichiki Shata walk out on Titan's Tower upset. So, my whole thing is that, um, so now she's unleashed. She's, she fears her powers. She calls Corey, but Corey can't be bothered. No one can be bothered. To tell you the truth, when any of these younger guys call someone older, everyone's busy. Can't nobody be bothered. Can't yep. nobody help nobody on the team. Because you know why? Nobody helped us when we were your age. We had to help ourselves. Where was which, Wonder Woman? Which Raven did you like better, season one or season two Raven? Oh, season two Raven, by far. Okay. I like her hair. I, more like Raven. You know what the problem with me was? Season one Raven was maddingly inconsistent hair. Okay. And, and I a child? Did, I didn't. Well, well you, know, you know what it was? The actress, even though she is on the young side, hey, man, my ex-23 ain't no eight-year-old mute. Yeah, you're right. My ex-23 is an adult. Yes. Like, straight up adult. So if I have to sit through an eight-year-old mute, Play X twenty three and apparently it's the best X twenty three anybody's adorable. ever. Adorable. She was adorable. Okay, but Raven was also oh, sad. She was also one of those girls that, that those little kids that was like, oh, you just need an adult to just tell you that everything's okay. I did really like the nuclear family in that. The nuclear family was great. You know what my problem with season one was? I loved season one, but I also did have a problem with its villains. There was also no clear-cut villain in season one. Not a clear-cut it was, one. It was the same thing it that was, was going on with... Trigon, which we don't know who, what that is until we see it. It was a bad version of what of what Arrow did. Because Arrow season one didn't have no clear-cut villain at all, either. No, eventually it became Merlin. Eventually it became Merlin, but you at least had... Uh, just like this eventually became Trigon. But at least in the first couple of... Like, like the first half of season one of Arrow... You had like the Royal Flush Gang and Deadshot and Baddie of the Week, and, yeah, yeah, Baddie of the Week, bad, and yeah. that was awesome. Here, you're bringing in all of these baddies that could be that have potentially could be amazing storyline villains. I would have loved to have seen a whole season of 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 Doctor Light. Yeah, I would have loved to like, have had a whole season of the character Arthur Light comes in. He's kind of just boasterous and I, braggadocious. I, and I didn't know who killed. Arthur Light was until I had to look him up and remember, oh, hey, you're rapist. him. Yeah, <laughs> he's, he's a rapist, Dan. That's who he is. He's well, a man he's who a bad, raped he's a bad people, guy. people. He raped elongated man's wife, Soup Dippy. What? Yeah. This is the, oh, I told you the story. So, uh, My oh, wait, Lord. it's a whole thing. Now that I remember it. But long story short, in the comic uh, Identity Crisis, Dr. Light uh, sexually assaulted Sue Dibney. Um, <laughs> oh, um, my, oh, my God. And then, That's not... And then in trying to decide whether what they were going to do with Dr. Light, in deciding that they could not kill him, but they could not let him go as the man that he is, they decide to wipe his memory of... All wrongdoing. You, you did tell me, yes, and then, yeah, and, and then it was a whole big thing of yo, this is like you, you can't, can't do, do this. this. Yes, <laughs> that was and the whole. That's Kingdom Come, that's not up, Kingdom Come. No, um, oh, that's all. Identity Crisis is the name of the storyline that does. That was that. It, Identity Crisis. But yeah. what spins out of it is Brother Eye, the but, the, the uh, satellite. So Omac. That was it. The satellite in the sky. Where yeah, because he's like, oh well, y'all gonna re- start deleting shit, then I'm gonna keep a satellite in the sky. <laughs> so, well, wasn't it a whole crazy thing where they put so, they. Yes, they put memories in Batman's head, took, and they yeah, away. they took away that argument that they had about Bat- you shouldn't yeah. be doing this, and they took that out of his head, and he and did so he not like that at creates a, all. Yep, flips out, creates a, a a satellite that can spy on every single metahuman, every single human, all at the same time, simultaneously. Yo, uh, talk about a temper then, tantrum. No, I mean, yo, that's a total invasion of privacy to the point I can't wait to read Civil War 2 because I need to read that uh, culmination of cloning Thor. How do you feel about, um, how do you feel about Dr. Light? 
Doc, that, you, that Dr. Light actor was awesome as hell. He that was, suit was kind of wonky, but I mean, that suit was disgusting. As... No, hold on, no, no. Fuck that, Ridley Scott Gladiator. Are you not entertained? Fucking suit. That's kind of how his head helmet looks, though, in the comics. Okay, it has that all right. You know what? I, I, as somebody that is very vocal about the fact that if you're gonna take a character from the comics, make them look like the comics. There are certain characters that you cannot make them look like their original comic book characters. <laughs> yeah. You the have electro? to. One exactly one hundred percent. You cannot take Electro from the original comics with the green spandex and yellow lightning bolts. You're gonna have to go with the blue Ultimate Universe Max Dillon. Like just same with this character. I did not need that Roman gladiator helmet. It was the weirdest and the worst part about it. It had Spike Punk Rock fucking shit uh, sticking out. Yeah. And then his then his breastplate. I'm sorry, but that should remind me of. I, the, the the whole the whole chest plate reminded me of Tony Stark arc reactor like a uh, whiplash type thing because I had the little yeah. light in the middle and I'm just I mean Jason whooped his ass yo Jason whooped his ass he did but quite handily quite handedly but and in the end all lights must go out <laughs> I guess right he got shot up all the light is no longer with us. Yo, that was the funniest. That was the funniest scene ever because I'm just watching it. And while I was watching it, this dude gets into the car and he starts pumping up. And in my head, I'm like, all right, I'm about to make a joke to send to you because it reminded me of the it reminded me of the office. He just he starts patting the drum, the the, the steering wheel. And I pick up my phone. Next thing I know, gunshot. (laughs) Boof. One gunshot to the head. I'm like, oh, oh, shit. Yeah, that was like that. That was Michael Mosley. As Doctor Arthur Light, yeah. Now they did that like they they did it like that. Sunrise, sunset. Another quick storyline that we could talk about. Let's talk about Corey and her sister, Starfire, Blackfire. All right. This can anybody tell me how you're not gonna think that somebody named Commander isn't gonna be evil? Oh yeah. Look, look at Blackfire's name. Her name is legit Commander. Even Blackfire is like even Blackfire, yeah. It's a bit like because they, if they're sisters, they have the same are you saying that Black is evil, George? Is Black that what you're Fire saying? Is. <laughs> Blackfire, I wouldn't. I have never seen Blackfire, and I think I'd be afraid I assume, to. I would be I would afraid to. It's probably dangerous. Um, in the canonically, Blackfire sells. Um, Blackfire is a deformed member of the of her race, so she's not seen as powerful as she's Starfire. the older sister of she them, is, right? But I think her leg is like not perfect or something like that, and so. She sells Corey. Yeah, because I was in the Teen slavery. Titans TV show too. Yeah, she was her leg. She had like this, like like stump leg or whatever, yeah. like that, or like messed up knee. So she sells Corey to slavery, um, and then Corey gets out and becomes free. And then there, there's always just a beef between those two. Um, that I guess that's where my beef is. I like my Corey a little more ditzy. I, I don't mean to say that to take away from the intelligence I of women. Do, uh, I, I need to I, ask you, what do you think fish- it could work though? Do you think this Starfire from the 2003, like, you know, huzzah and happy Florgon Day, do you think that kind of Starfire could work in this particular gritty so adult like, setting? So the only part that kind of sh- gave me hope that that could exist is when they talk about when somebody says, um, yeah, it's weird how Dick wrote that like a Neanderthal would. And then Dove is like, what do you mean? 
and then she's like, well, Leander dolls were people who made cave paintings. And like, no, no, we're not talking about that. We're talking about what he wrote. Like, yeah, yeah, yeah. Like, what she I, was, I, I thought the same way too. I, like yo, she, I got that same feeling. Like, like the, I, like she should take everything literally. But okay, taking everything literally and being ditzy and saying her home planet words in place of our own words because she doesn't know. That was a little bit too much abstract humor for the show that I wouldn't be able to take in a realistic setting. Yeah. This Coriander, if she was to if she was to say something like that, like all right, case in point, when 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 uh Connor grabbed her arm and bugged out in the yeah. in the bed, yeah, and he was speaking in Krypton and Krypton, and yeah. she spoke in Tamarian, uh-huh. that I can take, like her saying insults or like calling somebody uh something something in Tamarian, yeah, like you know, because we do it as people. People yeah. that speak English and Spanish and knows they're speaking to someone that speaks English would throw in that Spanglish dialogue in there. Like, hey, come va? What's up? How you I doing? F- like, stuff like, like that. Gar, I feel like on the main team, Gar and Starfire are the lights of that team. And on this team, there's no light. 100%. <laughs> Gar, especially if, it's gonna, if we're going to go if we're gonna go season wait, one, Gar and Starfire are the heart of of that show. Not the team like like in their own setting, but for me, yeah. the only people that bring it to the table to me of that show was Gar and Coriander because every time Starfire was doing her own plot, I needed to know more. Yeah. I needed to know more. I needed to know like how how this girl can go from I need I have a mission to kill Raven to crash landing on Earth and getting amnesia and then getting involved with the Russian mafia. How do you like, feel about Anna Diop? You know, she got she caught a lot of shit when she first got all right. uh, cast as okay. Now that I've actually personally seen it myself, anybody that says that this woman is a shitty starfire and blah, 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 and all your little negative hatred comments towards her, you're just a closeted racist, you're a bigot, <laughs> because this woman can act. This woman, she is, she is absolutely stunning. And when she does her starfire power... And her skin turns that orange, ar- that tangerine yeah. orange, and her hair goes full red. She looks like Starfire. She does. She looks like the adult Starfire in the Justice League vs. Teen Titans movie. I think the she only has... negative is that they can't afford to keep her as Starfire. That's the only. <laughs> that's the only negative. Like if I could have her in that skin, like glow. yeah, that glow would be so perfect. Like I, you can you can tell that that, that like she has the ability to be an alien, to be like that. Uh, she also has the fighting style. She yeah. can fight. Yeah. So that's awesome. So she kind of like, she has the members. Of, she's not, I mean, she, I don't know if she sees herself as a member of the Titans. I don't think it's ever said that she's a member of the I Titans. I think she more sees herself as like this like, like surrogate sister to Raven. Yeah. And then she kind of keeps up with Dick because I'm pretty sure they slept together. They did sleep together. Yeah. They slept together once and then Dick curves her. Yeah. Because Dick, D- like, Dick I- curves everybody. Yo, that that was like if I if I if I was in love with, with with the Dick Grayson character beforehand, that moment, that was the moment I started questioning my my like for him because as soon when he takes her drink, yo, no, because it was the whole after the scene where they had sex, he they're laying in the hotel bed together, and she's talking about taking you know the two kids and then let's you know let's go and like try and like get Raven to to safety and all that. And he's just like, yeah, I'm, I'm leaving. Like, yeah. I don't do this whole thing. Yeah, I don't you, do that whole thing. I'm, yeah, I'm, I'm, I'm out of here. I'm, basically, I'm out of here. And I'm like, bro, Dick, you just slept with the hottest alien since Kara Zor-El. Yeah. 
and pretty hot aliens. Isn't like, what are you doing? Yeah, he's not paying attention. He's no self awareness for this Dick Grayson. But he was running all season one, seemingly running away from his responsibility. That's what, the, the, the only thing that I would have to, that I would accept is that the after the whole fall of the Teen Titans and the the Deathstroke thing, it would have to be at least anywhere from six months to maybe eighteen months. That it happened, that all of that happened, and that he now he's a detective, yeah, and everybody yeah. broke up. Because there's no way that this was like a whole five. There's no way that this was at least any more than a four year gap, and he's still in this depressing running away mode. Then it's like, grow the hell up, yeah, bro. Then it's then it's get going. Yeah, uh, so I, I, for my own actual enjoyment of this show, I have to believe that it's anywhere from one to two years that, yeah, that the whole death of Jericho into now the breakup happened. Right, and. It, doesn't seem like Batman knows, and we'll get to yeah, that in a bit. One hundred percent. But uh, it's like it's, it seems weird, like that he would let him handle such a dangerous threat on his own. But anyway, uh, I wanted to mention the Corey thing because Corey, um, she starts off the series pretty fine. She's working alongside Donna, and then um, somebody from her planet shows up. Uh, his name is Fade. A day. Robbie Jones, a guard, and he's he's like, remember we slept together? He talks by like the way. this, and he's so... Yeah, he's like, remember we slept oh together? God. By the way, uh, you need to go back to your planet. And she's like, I'm not doing any of that. Then they go and talk to her sister. Fade dies. <laughs> uh, and they talk to her sister. There was a big Lebowski in, uh, reference. When? Fade. Fade? Fade made a big Lebowski reference. Oh, what remember, did say? remember when they were going to Corey's ship that she had locked away? Yeah. And he I remember when, remember when he got, and he got the whole blue thing in the ear, and yeah. that's ever since then he was taken over. Yeah. When she asked him if what do you want from inside the store when they were getting gas, he said ranch corn nuts and some sort of drink, and she said that's disgusting, and he says, "Well, that's just your opinion, ma'am." <laughs> and she said, "You want you've been watching too much movies and TV." That's funny. That's funny. Yeah, I know he talked about all that. She's like, how, "What do?" Oh, well, because he, he apparently he stopped after entertainment. Like he was, yeah. He that the Wi-Fi only had a. I don't know. All I know is they were. I t- I like comedy when it's like they're not trying to be like that. It's literally situational. It's literally they f- they have fallen. They're trying to be ironic. They're trying to be, trying to be bantery. Yeah. Like they're they're not farting and then everybody laughing so the audience laughs. So who's your favorite team up? Who's your favorite duo? Uh, fr- fighting or just like like over- you would see them. You would like to see them two in a room just talking for a little bit. Oh, Beast Boy and Connor. Beast Boy and Connor. Mine, Beast Boy and Connor. Mine would be uh, Hank and, and Jason. <laughs> I'd like to see Hank and Jason. Oh in the my room. god! Because in the beginning, you, they were giving him a lot of shit. Stupider Robin. This is dumber, stupider yo, Robin. <laughs> oh, yo, but but straight. But then when Robin got kidnapped, and Robin, like, we're not gonna trade him for nothing. Like he was for real. Hawk no, was he was no straight up. He was loyal. So when when he's like when Dick was we don't like even know her yo because Dick was like yo where how do we know that Robin is alive and then Jason was it was like oh this pretentious douchebag blah 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 and Hank was like add a boy kid I'm like yo Hank you're the man and he's like yo try that shit with me big boy why don't you try that shit with me because he was hating Jason I'm like yo Hank Hank is something else that actor is great I need well he is somebody who we know has been taken advantage of as a child yes and so he would not allow oh one hundred percent he was. He, he doesn't doesn't matter if he thought he was that kid was an arrogant little asshole with no filter. He wasn't gonna let some little boy being tied up in a dark room with an adult. Yeah, that was straight PTSD was hitting him, and he was not having it. Really, really good for that. 
Um, but Corey goes on a uh, she uh, once she finds out that her sister has killed everybody who was in favor killed her of parents. Coriander, including her parents, um, and then kills Fidei. She goes in a downward spiral, starts to drink, uh, have promiscuous sex, um, and kind of just lose all her mojo, including her powers. Yeah, she lost. And she lost, and it wasn't anything that anybody did to her. It's like it was the whole Superman thing. It was the not the, Superman, the and Spider-Man. That's her thing. art, kinda, because it doesn't end because. As we saw in the post credit, Blackfire will be coming in season three. Well, kind of think of it if it was like if it was Thor. Like think when Thor got banned oh, from way, Asgard. If Corey had her powers, totally could have held up that thing that fell. <laughs> they, <laughs> you understand uh, what I'm saying? You understand what I'm saying? George, so that's uh, what I'm saying. Convenience, convenience, uh, convenience. Do you realize? Do you realize that Coriander, the woman who is has the power of the of the sun, was told to sit in the car while Dick. A normal man fought Deathstroke in the street. <laughs> and then she got shot. <laughs> I'm like, did we forget who Starfire is? What are we doing here? We're, um, we're benching Starfire and Wonder Girl. I got this. No! No! <laughs> Please, anybody who wants to help. The only reason up. why they did that, the only reason why, and it's because here comes Nightwing. Here comes Nightwing uh, now. No, that name? was it. No, no, what was his weird Mexican name? Oh, that's no, Azul, that's Azul. Azul something. No, Azul. And uh, uh, Azul. Uh, Azul. Al, 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 loser. Oops. Something like that. Hey, he was al- Aluza. <laughs> <laughs> Dick Grayson was Aluza. 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 No, but I think that was really what they called it, right? You, in comics did you and buy stuff? all that? Did you buy him going to jail, meeting these like essays? Corto Maltese. You know what's so crazy? All that stuff. I, 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 I did. It's not that I didn't. Uh, the, the guard, like, Ed, I can make it easy for you if you stop. That's being... Cheddar Bob. Yeah, this. That that's Cheddar Bob. Yeah. That's the fucking guy that Baby Groot kills because he poured the beer over oh, Baby Groot yeah, and was right. making yeah, him, yeah, scaring yeah, yeah. him. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah that's yeah. the one that Baby Groot throws. Yeah. But all right, so it, it it had nothing to do with like buying that Dick Grayson wouldn't do this. It, I was enjoying it honestly, like. Like I said, like it got to the point where I wasn't thinking of the cast, so I wasn't looking for things to specifically talk about. I was just sitting there and actually enjoying a show as if I didn't have a job to do. So I was enjoying the whole in-prison thing. And then, <laughs> out of nowhere, this young little Spanish kid, like in like, like in 20s, because I, I think they were being deported. They're not even criminals. They were being deported because INS finally caught up to them. So this kid... Was that it? They were, they, yeah, yeah, yeah. There was like it, we were, we were led, we were led to believe that they were not dangerous criminals. No, no, yeah, the, yeah. We were, all, we were always told that they were dangerous criminals, but then it turns out they were no, they were gang members for the Maltese whatever back in Mexico. Yeah, they they ditched Mexico and came to America illegally because they couldn't be in that gang anymore. Uh huh. And then they got caught by deportation and they were being sent back, and they were afraid that if they were going to get sent back. The gang was gonna kill them, yeah. And there was still those little uh, Maltese people in jail that wanted them to kill the cop, wanted them to kill Grayson. But then there was those, that whole little story with the the young little kid, like that young. I'm gonna say kid because I'm I'm gonna, I'm almost thirty, and I know that dude was like twenty one. So I'm gonna say kid. <laughs> that kid was laying down in jet in bed, yeah. And he was like drawing something on the wall, and Dick was like, "What are you drawing?" And it turns around, and you see the legit Nightwing. Bird, like that, yeah, yeah, like symbol. the actual yeah. symbol. And then when he said it's 
Alazula or whatever. Alusa. I like that now. Alusa. <laughs> when it was Alusa. <laughs> when he when he said it, instantly I'm Does like, wow. Call Dick Nightwing in this series. Well, no, no because right? the last episode was legit called Nightwing. But he doesn't even say Nightwing, right? He doesn't know what he is yet. No, not at all. Did he tell them when he made the suit to put on that blue stuff? <laughs> Explain this to me, Dan. Because when he gets in the suits already made, no, they're like, no, no, this no. This is the new. And wait, he's like, wow, you guys really outdid yourselves. Yeah, yeah, the suit was already made. It was a tailor-made suit, and it had to have been already for his height, his right, right, right. specifications. Did they know about the blues? I think he made, he might have made this. I think maybe Bruce told him to make the suit after he found out he burned his. How do you feel about uh, the fruitcake guy? I had, I didn't getting being so offended. I didn't know who he was, <laughs> and then he did the whole, then he did the whole fruitcake thing, and he's like burning no, the suit, and I'm no, like, you oh, sure you want me to burn the piece of cake before you have it? I'm like, oh, okay, okay, so you're the Edna Mode, all right. Did you think he took it a little bit too personal? I mean... There was some craftsmanship in that suit. All right, if I if I ask you for for a specific comic book... (laughs) If I ask you for a specific comic book click t-shirt, and you go to work, and you risk getting in trouble, risk getting fired or docked your pay, so you can make me at work this nice little comic book click thing, because you're a sign maker... And then I look at you and say, you know what, George? I love this, but I'm going to burn it. How would you feel? You're going to feel some type of way. Yeah, I'd be, I'd be a little. You go, through, you go through risk and reward for to give me something, and I just, in a couple of months, I'm like, you know what? This is giving me flashbacks of a time that I watched Amazing Spider-Man 2 and I didn't like it, so I'm just going to burn it. I would be quite upset. And I, I guess, yeah. and then they bring them downstairs and everybody's upset. Like yeah, they bring him to the warehouse, and everybody's like, "Oh, this is the guy." I was, I was a big fan of the running joke of everyone saying, "Hey, how you doing, Dick?" Oh yeah, yeah. It's always weird to use him in context, right? Like, no, she just wants Dick. She just wants Dick. She wants to be around Dick. That's it. You know. Uh, Someone you, go get Dick. Who do you like most for Dick? Uh, I don't know what Corey, you're saying, sir. But Corey um, or Dove. All right, are we gonna if we're gonna be if we're gonna be straight up honest, man? I guess I can't take platonic relationships seriously. I think Donna, Donna is the best. Donna, Donna is the best yeah. person for him. She's prettier, smarter, and older, but and that's just how it goes. I just I can really buy them being little brothers and sisters. You know, I can totally. You know, you know, you know what it is? That's what that's what it is. They they are too close. Yeah. To like act to logically have a relationship. Yeah. They're they are way too close. You're the you're the side you're the first sidekick of Batman and you're the first sidekick of Wonder and Woman. We're the first sidekick team and we're, ever. Yeah, we're the first sidekick team ever in history. Yeah, and then we met at what? I was like twelve, you were twelve, and yeah. eh, girls are ugly, boys are ugly. and then you just end up have finding your own people. Like I buy their friendship, but I just I I love something's up with Dove with Dawn, ain't it? Like she 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 she's not one hundred percent like yo. I'm like ride or die. I feel like I feel like she's a little no, bit. No, no. Dawn is Dawn is ride or die, but Dawn also might not be monogamous. I think Dawn wants her cake and eat in it too. We saw a situation in which Hawk was sleeping with somebody, but I'm led to believe that that never happened, right? No, he slept with that person. He bought. He he maybe. I don't think he slept with that person. You don't think he slept with that and person? It's funny because I looked at reviews and I don't think anyone else caught this. But 
he meets the woman in the parking lot, the woman that he sleeps with, right? Yeah. He meets her in the parking lot. Then he brings her home. Then brings they her have to a motel, sex. yeah. Then they have sex and he's in pain for everything. So he can't and then he falls asleep, right? When he wakes up after that, there's no suit in the closet. Then he finds the guy with the suit and he's like, he's like, aren't I going to get my money back? And he's like, what do you mean? He's like, you sold me it. You were with a lady and you sold me the suit for drugs, <laughs> for $200 for drug money. Which means he didn't remember any of that. Which means odds are he didn't go back home with the lady. Probably went back home, fell asleep, woke up, no suit, and did what he had to do. Because that whole situation with the lady, if if Hawk is the, the reliable narrator, he don't even remember selling his suit. In that same situation where she met him outside and was like, oh, you're oh, Hawk. Oh, he really, uh, Yada, yada, yada. Maybe, uh, it's, you know, this, I, I, it's, pa- uh, what's, <laughs> no, I'm trying to think of the, the phrase for, it's, a reliable um, narrator? It's the Schrodinger's cat. The box is there. It could be he never went home with the girl because he was too high on coke that he doesn't remember, or he could have went home. With I want to believe he. Did. I want to believe that he didn't cheat. I want to give Hank. The only that. thing is the the problem the problem with this specific with this specific Schrodinger's cat is that there Sh- is Schrodinger's Hank is that there is no opening to the box. We'll never know. The box is locked, sealed, fucking welded shut. Okay. There is no opening the box. You just know that it could either A or B, Hank slept with a disgusting hick or not. <laughs> disgusting. What's she disgusting? I guess she was kind she, of disgusting. She reminded me of the chick that Dennis slept with in, in the Gang she Beats box. She was like Wendy a little bit. Even worse, she remind, even worse than Wendy. And I know Wendy is bad, but even worse than Wendy, she reminded me. I, no, oh, I hope there's no Wendy's. That's listening to this is like what? I don't. Why all of a sudden Breaking Bad people? Breaking Bad. Breaking Bad. Oh yes, Wendy. yes. Context. Breaking, Breaking, Breaking Bad. Bad. Breaking Bad. Bad. And I, me and Dan watch a lot of the same stuff, so I just say. Yeah, because either things. he turns me on to it or I turn him on to it, and, and then we, we just, just end up say we just say references without saying where they're from. So no that, context. Yeah. yeah. She was kind of like a Wendy from Breaking Bad, and plus, like, why was but, Hawk fighting in his suit? You remember the you remember the <laughs> hick from the Gang Beats Bugs? Yes, yes the yes. one that Dennis slept. Yeah, the one from. Um, uh, New Mexico or something like that. She, she, was from, she, uh, uh, she had like a, a farm of some sort. Turquoise and all that kind of. Yeah, totally. I remember it. That's what this. That's what this hick reminded. The second this chick popped up, I'm like, yo, you. He's cage fighting for drugs in his hawk outfit. Yeah. Is there any lower than that? There's no lower than that. And then he only really felt redemption or really felt like the what he, the standard that he should be at. He understood when he had that conversation with the guy who stole it because the guy was like. It felt so great to be a hero and to be. A I bet you feel, feel that every time, time yeah, you put this like, suit on. Uh, no, but yeah, I would try that. that was a little oh, bit you know what the thing is? It, there, there is no going back to that feeling of Hawk when your brother's dead. I will always look at Hank as like he will never be the same because his brother's dead. And 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 Dawn, and it wasn't even by fighting. And it was, Dawn is not that person. He doesn't. No matter know. how many times you try to. Uh, misshapen that square block. So I don't know, man. Don, Don, closed that door behind on that pedophile and let him well, get well, the shift kicked out. Because they're both, they're both damaged people, so they let each other do damaging things. But so the, that they can I, but cope. it was that maybe because maybe it was great, chalk it up to great acting and great direction. But if I, but when I, I when I like to look at when I watch movies and TVs, I'm not an idiot. I know it's fake. 
I know it's actors and actresses playing off of, of uh, scripts. But I would also like to throw in, would this be something a real human does? When there's real human emotions, forget somebody lifting something with their mind or someone turning into a green tiger. Let's go with the human emotions of it. No matter how fantasy element movies and TVs are, emotions are real. They'll always be real and they'll always be relatable. Yeah. So that look that that, that Dove gave Hawk when he's like, hey, Dawn, get out of here. I'll meet you back at the house. And she's just like, no. And close the door. There was just something in those eyes that, like you said, in it's love are you, eyes. Are you, rooting, are you rooting for that team? Are you rooting for that couple? Do you think that they are meant to be I, they together? They are meant to be together. Okay. Every every time we went uh, during the whole Jericho flashback, and it was just Dawn and Robin being a couple. It did not feel at home. It did not feel at place. It's but, like but when you season two makes me wonder. Like it was really. It was really kind of mature for them to say that, like, Hank and Dawn may never be together, but Hawk and Dove need like, to be do, together. We, we yeah. Do that. Like, that was, that takes a level of maturity, right? To separate those two. Oh, no. 100%. That's the, listen, we're not good as a, as a, as a romantic couple, but we're great as professional friends and we need to. Wasn't Dawn's hang up that he kept wanting to fight crime? But no, it or was it her that kept wanting to fight? Didn't she find him? Didn't he no, find her? He found her continuing to fight crime a month, going on a month after her head injury and the whole yeah. Trigon thing. Right. Because it was, uh, they were helping they this. They moved out to a farmhouse. They moved out to a farmhouse and they met this meth head that they, they were, <laughs> that, they, that they were helping out to work on his farm yeah. to stay clean and stay away from the wrong crowd. And since it was getting in, uh, Hawk, uh, Hank knew that it was going to get worse for the kid. But he's like, I can't do anything for him. Like, you know, that was it. Dawn was like, can't you, like, you know, do anything for him? And he's like, no, I can't. Because ultimately, it's going to be his choice. And that's true. But then Dawn decided to take it into her own hands to go and get the meth heads that that kid was rolling with arrested. Like, she went, beat up all three of them, and then had one of the kids call the cops on himself. And then, yeah, she stumbles. Well, then one of those kids gets killed by Dr. Light, right? No, the, no, the kid that they were trying to help gets killed yeah, by Dr. Yeah, yeah, Light. Yeah. But and no, the, one of the worst special effects <laughs> this show has ever seen when they jump, when they leave out of the car and the, the car like lights up and explodes. Oh, and when they, they almost killed Raven, and, uh, Raven and Robin, yeah. Not looking good at that all. That didn't look good, but yeah. I liked it. And I liked, like, even when they went back to old Titans, Hank is chilling. Dove is with. It with Dick, he ain't bitching. He ain't well, giving it, nobody attitude. It's the, it's the maturity level that, that you're talking about. Because if I'm led to believe that Hank and Hank and Dawn met before forming Titans, yeah, then there had to have been a little bit of a fallout where of a we need to take a break from each other, yeah. But we could still be Hawk and Dove. Let's dub it up, yeah. For her to be with Robin, for even if. Let's say that they were they were the OGTs. That is weird too, right? Right, because, exactly. Because once you, even if you decide to be with somebody else, your superhero monikers are linked. Yeah, you're Hawk and Dove. <laughs> yeah, yeah. But Dove is dating Robin. <laughs> yeah, yeah. What is going that, on with this? It, there's no, there's not I many other teams. I didn't that need that. Branding. That there's was not... some soup op, soap opera stuff that I didn't need. Right. Straight up, but yeah, that, that, that's weird branding. Yeah, yeah. There's not many people that have that issue of like, what's gonna happen when we break up? You know. 
Hawk and Dove. <laughs> because I'm just going to be Hawk and you can be... It's the same thing whatever. that happened with Mike and Ike's. You, you, go, <laughs> yeah, you went to a boxer store and it was either Ike was scratched out or, or left, Mike was left scratched or right out. Left or right Twix. Left or right Twix. Choose That's a side. You don't, have to make, you don't have to choose your side. Um, let's talk about the main event. Oh, we're at the main event? Let's talk about the main event. That was that. That definitely would have been a... I think uh, that this is the main event of, of the evening. Uh, I think we gave a, a lot of people there just do. So now we're here to talk about Deathstroke's long con. Uh, as it regards to Rose, Jason, um, how they took a little bit of influence from the Judas contract. And more importantly, how it starts with the death of our boy, Drew Van Ecker as Garth Aqualad. How do you feel about Aqualad? How do you feel about his introduction? How do you feel about his death? This is the best fucking aqua, aqua anything that I've ever seen, and they only gave me him for fifteen guys. Did he do anything? Minutes. Oh, he does the water kinesis with the, with the. But tiger, the, but the right? whole besides that, he it, there was another part where he like takes water out of like a water tank from like the top of a building. Like they're they're taking the they they saw everybody make decades worth of Aquaman <laughs> jokes, right, right, right. and they're like, wait a minute. Why don't we have Aquaman out there on a day that, you know, why can't we have Aquaman on the street by fire hydrants and just take the water from the fire hydrants? Why can't he take the water from the water towers on the top of the buildings? Why can't he take the waters from the sewers literally under your feet? Like, you know, like, so I liked that actor. I also really liked their, his chemistry with Donna Troy. Yeah. Like, I was really rooting for that whole thing. So that when they kill him, I'm just like... Wow, did I didn't read this comic book, but is this like it, it, it either this is like a stylistic choice? Like most comic books do that storyline where it's like um a character that's beloved and known is really only beloved and known because his origin is a flashback into a death. Like I don't know if they do that en- enough, but so you feel like it was a little bit like handholding, like we're no, 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 bad uh, and then kill him. No, what? I, no, I think it was original, like. In a like one, it, uh, the reason why it was handholdy, yes, because it was Aquaman, Aqualad, and I would have liked more to see more Aqualad. But I also like the fact that like they're giving us a ca- a brand new character that solely exists for a flashback, but is still in continuity. Will be talked about either before he's introduced or after he's introduced. Yeah, because the death of Aqualad was what. Led the 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 domino effect into the death of Jericho, which led to the death of the Teen Titans. It was all yes. a domino effect. Yeah, all because Donna didn't want to give Aqualad no play. No, I'm joking. <laughs> I, I, man, my face was. Uh, I was. He really, he really was trying though. Dude, but you know what? Robin was right. What happens when when you know your car won't start and you keep holding the key down in the ignition? You're gonna the, you're gonna right. flood the fucking engine. You want to flood the engine? No. No, 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 no. Don't flood the engine. Don't flood it. But he flooded it. And he's talking about what? Uh, uh, Fanta? Did they have like a Fanta thing? I think it was <laughs> one of those, uh, you know those, chur- not, not chorizos. Um, I know, the Spanish sodas? The Spanish club, sodas. Like the Spanish club kind of sodas, the champagne. Joritos or something yeah, 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 yeah. with the J. Jaritos. Jaritos, there you go. There you go. That's, That's exactly what it was. What it was. Hell oh, yeah. You let got me find out. I'm telling you, man. Those so, orange soda haritos, man, those so, shits is the bomb. So Garth who liked Donna, you know, um Connor Leslie, Donna Troy. Um, he tried to kinda of bag her, but he ends up getting shot by Deathstroke, who was actually trying to kill um that Themiscarin woman. Who well, he Jillian. ends up killing anyway. Jillian. Well, because he's a professional. <laughs> 
Yo, I'm not trying to spit Dan. beer all over your computer. He's a professional, Dan. All right. So he, yeah. So okay, but that puts them in a blood feud because Donna and Dawn both give Dick. It's a lot of these. They both give Dick shit. Like you gotta figure this out. You need to fix this. Dawn's like, go be Batman. He's like, all right, I'll go be Batman. And they're like, oh, how? I was, I was, I was not, I was not with that whole thing, right? That whole conversation was like, you know, like, don't be Batman. Two minutes later, hey, Dick, be Batman. Like, are you tell, are you giving him the permission to kill after you asked him not to kill? Yeah, right. Not kill as in like literally kill, but like basically kill all emotions, all moral compass. Go into that mode that you know you're not going to be able to come out of. It's. It was crazy, but it was all a domino effect. But it was entertaining. But you it have was entertaining. So then Dick, um, Dick ends up deciding that the only way to get to Deathstroke is to get to his son, and we are introduced to Jericho, uh, played by I just had this down, Cello Man. Cello Man. Cello Man is also Cello Man. Cello Man. Cello Man is also deaf. Deaf. He's and deaf. And transgender. Wait, in the comics or the show? In the, the actor. Oh, the actor. Wait, yeah. the actor's actually deaf? Yes. Then who, then did he do voiceover work for his talking? Uh, he only talks like twice. No. He, he only ta- talks inside Slate's head. That's the only time he talks. No. He was talking before the, the before the throat cutting. When they were, when, remember when. um The scene before the throat cutting. When, no, no. Like, remember I wonder when, if he was deaf his whole life. Because what, what to me was is, um. When they were doing the flashback in the beach, uh-huh. and uh, Jericho was telling about the about his uh, story, when you see Jer- I, Slade missed his a uh, like a, a recital or some sort of something that was important to his son. He missed being there because he had to do something for the military, and he was having a whole conversation with his son. Remember when um Jer- when when Jericho's fought when Slade first found out about his powers? Yes. And how excited he was and talking with a whole normal voice. Yeah. To be honest with you, I that I how I make this pronunciation is not insensitive, so let me go first. <laughs> go ahead. Before well, I used to work with a deaf man. His name was Mike mm-hmm. in construction. One right. of the most brilliant construction work general contractors I ever met, but he was deaf. But he could read lips and he was very confident and not caring how he sounded when he talked. So when he spoke it sounded straight like that. Like right. he, like like if his tongue didn't go up and down, right. so there was no pronunciation for the tongue. It was right. all like if his throat was closed, right. like that. So when this kid was talking sh- straight, normally you didn't get any of that. But there was also a lot of scenes where his back was turned and his mother was talking to him, and he was turning around and responding because he heard what she was saying. So, so says- I thought I thought he was. It says that Chella Man is a no is known for sharing his experiences as a transgender, deaf, gender queer, Jewish person of color. Sure, is that as the, long as you're happy? That's the bingo, isn't as it? Long as <laughs> isn't that bingo? Yo. Isn't that Yahtzee? And that's how major issues gets canceled. Yeah, yeah. This is a this is a fine episode. Everyone go to comicbookclick.com. Enjoy Cheers. our last episode. Cheers. Everyone go to comicbookclick.com. <laughs> the first episode we announced, it's, it's available on the website. It's the first episode we get closed. Um, I actually really like the actor's work. I think that it's shown the most when they did um, the 
Jericho episode. Um, and you see him kind of get played. Uh, Dick decides initially that he's going to use Jericho to get to Deathstroke, but ultimately realizes that that's not what he should do. No, everyone and was feeling comes, bad about but it, But he too. comes straight up to him, and he's like, "These we are the Titans. These are the Titans. And Jericho's kind of like a, a, a fanboy a bit, where he's like, you guys are the Titans? Wow. And they give him the opportunity to choose. How do you feel about that standoff between Dick and Jericho and Slade in the church? That was great. That was something that, like, you've seen before in many, like, uh, Dark Knights and all at the, the first Spider-Man with uh, Green Goblin and all that. But here I felt like the show finally gave us, a con- like, consequences. Yeah. Like, this, there are going to be consequences for what happens in this next scene. But the cool part was we already seen the consequences for we since the first we, yeah. we didn't know what the consequences were. So when it finally came to fruition that this is what happened that led the final domino to fall, you're like, damn. I will, I'm like, damn, this will all makes sense now, and it's pretty cool. Like, yeah, some of the writing was wonky, of course. As with all as with all American Hollywood studios, yeah. you're gonna expect some things to have to fit that certain mass audience. Like, there's certain audience that just need things over-explained to them. They need things shown to them so they understand. They need that fart joke. They need that, like, that, like whatever. doesn't even matter. Whatever you guys need, anyways. To me, it's just great writing. And I love the show. But, um, who wrote... Rose. You want to talk about Rose? I, I, that's why I was in my head. I'm like, yo, who do Chelsea I want to talk? Zhang? Yes, I needed to know who I wanted to talk about, and now I figured it out. I needed to talk about well, Rose. now we're on the main event. So it's Rose, it's Jericho, it's Dick. But of her suit, when they finally gave her her suit, I was in love. I'm like, yes, this show gave me something good. That Not only did it give me Ravenger, but she looked dope. Yeah. It was like a little, like a Deathstroke girl. I like, I like, um, I like, the way that Deathstroke, um, the Deathstroke look. Uh, I, I'm a little bit. This is what's going on. But uh, yeah, this is. Uh, I like, I like that. Uh, I like what Death, how Deathstroke looked. I like that they were able to add blue to the to the outfit because a lot of people like to go straight orange and and black. Um, but now we're going orange and blue, which is a, a lot of the comic. I like the chainmail. The chainmail accents, I like the light of the eye. Um, you know, we've seen different de- death strokes. My favorite Slade is probably my new Bennett from Arrow. Oh, come on, kid! Like, 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 the, like, the, like, the the, like Slade, not death stroke, like Yo, the man Slade. Yeah, that's my new Bennett is my favorite Slade. But but this guy this, was good. Uh, uh, Isaiah Morales. This guy, one hundred percent. This good. is my favorite death stroke suit. Now I, I, I loved death stroke. And Slade in Arrow. There, I you can't. Him in Justice League. I can't say that I oh, did. That I did. <laughs> I won't watch it. I can't say that I didn't like Manu Bennett and the whole portrayal that the CW did. But here's my problem. Yeah. That suit was too big. He. Yes. It was like. It was, it bulky. was bulk. Exactly. Yeah. It was bulky as hell. Where this suit felt more consolidated. You can see like the the bend that the. I was scared of him when he starts to take out Donna. 
when he had that one-on-one fight with Donna. I that's when I just, thought they were gonna kill her, like, bro. Wow, yeah. Man, he does not care. Just right into your shoulder blade. Just gonna put this knife here while I talk to you, so that I know that you're not gonna go nowhere. No, what had me scared was his training arena with with Rose, where oh, yeah. the under the ring is all nails. Yeah. Where if you fall out the He's ring, like, oh, you get impaled by nails. Oh, yeah, go ahead, cry, because that's what's gonna help. Thing. I was like, oh, yo, my God, yeah, man. bro, like this was. This Slade reminded me of Teen Titan of Teen Titan Slade. Yeah. So after Aqualad, Dick get, Dick seemingly gets Jericho killed because Jericho he tells Jericho to meet with his father after telling Jericho that his father is an assassin. So Jericho confronts his father, not knowing that Dick has followed him there. When Dick gets there, him and and Deathstroke get into a fight, and uh, when when going for the killing blow on Dick, Deathstroke accidentally kills his son, and we're led to believe that Jericho is dead from then on. Later on. A young woman finds out that her uh, her biological father is Slade Wilson. So she goes. Her mother said he didn't. She barely knew who he was. But she goes and she basically goes into his house, and he's like, "What do you want? Get the hell out of here!" <laughs> All that other kind of stuff. And he, she's like, "I'm your daughter, and I have some like weird powers because I keep regenerating." She actually shoots, shoots her herself own in the hand, bro, in front of him. And then, um, so. She all she seems to want is more answers and her father's affection, and her father seems to only give it to her when he realizes that he can use her to get to the Titans. And thus, Rose Wilson shows up. Uh, Basically, as a surrogate. Does she Tara. show up at the? Does she show up at the? No, she she's taken down. She's surrounded ha- by people, isn't she? This is what happens right. because all right, because it's a whole. You have to remember at this at this point we don't know it's a ploy. So now that we're talking about it, we have to put it in our head that we know it's a ploy. Deathstroke cut out her eye and then sends her to go on just this, I am I have amnesia, I'm scared, I'm attacking people rampage. She right. goes on this like, like car chase, jumping rooftop to rooftop. It gets the attention of the news, which gets the attention of the Teen Titans, most notably um, Grayson. Then Grayson has this idea. is like, yo, we have to find this girl. She has the she has incredible powers. She's probably scared and alone. We have to make sure that she's okay. They they find her sleeping in an alleyway. And then this dude kidnaps her and brings her back to Titan's Tower. How'd you do? No, he, like, he didn't say, hey, listen, I see that you're scared and alone. Come back to this, Titan, to this tower where there's a bunch of people that are just like you that are scared and alone as well. And we can help each other. No, 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 no. He finds this girl sleeping in the garbage. And kidnaps her and takes her back to Titan Sour. And this is also something that I'm assuming that Deathstroke was counting on. Yes. Because remember when uh you remember when um everyone was getting fucked with, right? Yes. That was Rose. Right, because they that's when they were like, Oh, it's Jason, it's Jason, Jason's like, yep. oh, screw this, I'll get out of here. And um, Rose went with him. Jason and Rose hit it off. Did you buy that? Yes, one hundred percent. I I kept thinking, was I that? Kind of like cringy as a kid, like they were kind of cringy at some point. I'm like, is that really? Uh, yeah, dude, we were. I that, think we were. We were that cringy. I'm not, I'm, I'll, I'll be the first one to admit I, it. Like, no, I'm, I'm, I'm looking. But I, I, there was a, there's a lot of things that I watch. Like, uh, I seen Booksmart. Yeah. The other day, uh-huh. I've seen mid '90s, like all of these movies, and it brings me back to, wait, I was in that exact situation, and then for some reason, my brain actually ends up remembering what I said, and even I cringe at my own memories. Okay. We were we, kids are because she's like dancing. At one point, he like proposes to her with hot dogs. All right, it's I'm a gonna, whole thing. I'm gonna call bullshit <laughs> that dance. that I know. 
Well, of course, I'm just going to call bullshit that either Dick Grayson or Jason Todd has an has an actual vinyl record of the weekend. I, I don't want to buy that. Yeah, I don't think I'm not buying that. <sighs> Who would in the DC universe? No, not, I feel like Booster Gold would have. <laughs> this isn't to dis- this isn't to discredit the weekend. The weekend is amazing. Yeah, I love the weekend. I don't think, that I don't think they have that. Ty- I don't think that they have but that I feel kind like of. Booster yeah. Gold would have that. Oh yeah, Booster Ready. Gold would definitely have. Case, you know, for ha- ladies. Oh no, he got wicked games on the. You know what I'm saying? He's got it right there. Ladies, yeah, baby. exactly. He still can't feel his face. But to see, <laughs> but to but to know in my head, see Jason Todd have a vinyl record of the weekend's brand new like album or like most recent album. Did you have? That's any, crazy. Did you have any suspicions of Rose going in? Did you feel like she was a? Planet? Oh, I know. I know from the beginning. I, I knew that they were doing it. Yeah. There wasn't. There was no way. Uh, by by doing there it, was, you, you mean there was no way that they were doing Teen Teen Titans, Slade and Wilson, Destro and without doing without the doing Judas, the Judas uh, contract. contract. Yes, exactly. Um, yeah, where Slade basically wants to murder all the Titans and is going to use somebody to go inside and uh, basically corrupt them from the inside. In the comics and in the animated series, it was Terra. If you guys are Teen Titan fans of the comics or the series, you who, guys should be. Rem- who uh, was it in? Because um, I don't really care about the movie. Who was it in the movie? Terra. It was they. They did it where they, it was Terra. They had a Terra too. They had a Terra also. All right, the, good. The greatest part about this insider is that in the comics, no one knew what was up. The same way as you were telling me earlier that you watched it in the series, it was not explained that this woman was was you know like undercover. You don't find out she's undercover until later on. Man, talk about the first time I ever got stabbed in the back. This that the, was a lot of people's first when they found out that Tara. Yeah, I was eleven and years old Beast when this show was came. Was in love with Tara. I was eleven years old when this show came out. Yeah, eleven years old. So around the time that this episode and this arc came out, you're we're talking. I'm like ten years. I'm like I'm like twelve years old. Yeah. So yeah, and we're talking. Ta- Tara got introduced to us in season two, episode three, and then we didn't get her again until like episode like seventeen into like twenty. So we get like a whole like three months no Tara, and then Tara pops up out of nowhere. She evil, and then yup, the betrayal happens, and then my my favorite. I'm I count when it comes to TV shows, I count part ones and twos as one episode. It's just it needs to be cut for runtime. My favorite episode of Teen Titans is Aftermath, the final fight, okay. Slade, the Titans, Tara. All of it as a kid, I'm a, I did not I'm know what was going down. I'm a bit disappointed with how they handled Slade in this. They kind of just stabbed him, and Rose kind of uh, just stabbed him. I, and, then, and then everyone was like, "Is he dead?" Yeah, and I was like, "Are you sure?" You know what the problem is? Did is you walk away? Did you guys like? Did you guys like walk away, get back in the car, and drive to the circus after that? Because I don't know if he's dead, bro. He that's, just got stabbed. That's most once. of the problem with these villains, where you have like these villains that are like built up to be like these big. Bad world-ending villains, and then like when it co- and then and, uh, and then when it comes to taking them out to win, all it takes is one freaking killing blow. And it, oh, it's always it's like clockwork. They do it. And now Jericho resides permanently inside Rose's head. It's kind of creepy. A little more than creepy. No, and and the way he was is saying, she still gonna be kissing Jason? Well, no, 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 no. He he doesn't. He he sees what it right sees. there, but he doesn't have to pay attention. What are you doing then? Oh wait a minute, damn! He's gonna have to see what a guy like he's gonna have to see like Jason plowing that. Like that's a lot of going on there. I don't know if I ever want my sister. In my and the, and then he can then he has the power to just do it himself. If and it she won't. Safe, 
if it was to save her life, I would do it. But again, it's a yo. Can you just imagine? Just he was. He's just sitting there reading the reading a, a newspaper or whatever. It reminds like, me of uh, Black Mirror. You ever seen that episode? Somebody controlled was con- no. They um a mother a pet. There's a a parental team. A mother and a father and a child. The mother has an accident in which she becomes brain dead. So they decide they're gonna put her with what's remaining of her consciousness inside his head. The father. Yes, and they will parent the child together. Wow. She's in his head though, and so she's like, "What? Are you, why are you reading that? Why are you eating that? Why are you? Why do you go to bed at this time? Why do you? Because she sees everything. Why are you looking at that girl in the elevator? I would kill it's myself. Bananas. Uh, so yeah, you do not want somebody in your head. Get that guy out of there. How do you feel about that that tie up? How do you feel about the whole end of the Deathstroke arc with Rose deciding to choose the Titans as her family, killing her father, seemingly he's dead, and now Jericho being in her head and now him her I'm, being a member of the team. Damn, me just saying the ending made you yawn. You see, yeah, that shit was mad boring. <laughs> that was the most boring shit I've ever <laughs> How do you feel though? How do you feel? All right, uh, on on some real shit worse though. Than tri- trigon? Does it? Worse than Trigon? No, ain't nothing worse than a Trigon shoot. Ain't there, there, bro? I I will watch I will watch season one of Iron Fist before I watch that fuck before oh I watch the God. Trigon story arc anymore. Talk about blasphemy! One hundred percent blasphemy. Holy but hell. no, one really doesn't Deathstroke have healing factor too? How'd she get it if he don't have it? She ain't, he ain't dead. But they left him on the floor. They stabbed exactly. Him. They, no, left, they him on left him. Floor. They left him. So they left him for dead. They My left him for God. dead. He better go hard next season. Yo, he, he is going just to go take everybody out. next PC, season. that's it's what over. I want. I honestly, I tr- I thought they were gonna give it to us here, but they only did it in like these bits and pieces. I, I want an episode where Deathstroke legit kicks the entire Titans team ass. Five on one, six on one. Like I just want to see yeah, it. Rose and Dick shouldn't have been enough. Yeah, not at all. I wouldn't seen him souped up take out the, the Justice League. Well, I, th- I don't think Soups was there, but he was he was going hard. If, if I'm not mistaken, if if Watch Mojo is to be believed on the super on the super villain origins, this man has fucking had Batman stopped in his tracks a couple of times. Like, come on, man! Like that, Slade Wilson is not to be trifled with. I would love to see Slade Wilson. And and Bane cage fight, no and no Venom Bane, no not <laughs> no Venom? not not the not the Venom in him Bane. Yeah, not not before that. Still brute, big, strong right. as hell, but not over exaggerated Bane. And so in season three, we're just gonna have like Hank and Dove just a Hawk and Dove just kind of like. Season three is gonna have Hawk and Dove in together. They're gonna they're gonna be a marriage counseling that entire season. Watch, I'm telling you, they're gonna have their Hawk and Dove superhero moments. But when they have their Hank and Dawn human moments, most of it is gonna be marriage counseling. I think we've tackled most of what's happened. You want to talk predictions? Predictions for season three? Yeah, let's talk about predictions, baby. Because I would love to look back at this and see how ridiculous we were sounding. Yo, definitely. First and foremost, I heard that they are getting ready to introduce possibly Wally West. And Roy Harper. If you give me my Roy Harper, you need to make my Roy Harper and Jason Todd BFFs, damn it. And if we're going to get Roy Harper, he has to be a heroin addict. And he has to be a redhead. Or are they going to do the whole thing where they make every redhead in DC black? Yo, and he can't be some... <laughs> Jesus Christ. Am I lying? You're not Tell lying. me I'm lying. Jimmy Olsen. What color is he? Black. Uh, Wally West. Black. Well, Ariel, she's a, a mermaid, but she's black. They don't like redheads no more, bro. All the redheads are getting... Uh, they they getting blackified. 
Uh, I just want. I just wanted to see Roy Harper fight Jimmy fight Olsen. Okay. Ooh, <laughs> I'll take it. I will take your predictions, and I will raise you. Hank Hall is the one that finds Roy Harper. Former heroin drugs, addict finds yeah. another former heroin addict. I like that. Yep. I like that's, that. That's my. That's one of my predictions, and I hope something like that happens. Where at least one of my predictions is somebody who knows the Titans is upset and is causing a bunch of havoc and is signing all their crimes vis-a-vis the Red Hood. And Jason will be the antagonist of season three, or a bit of season you three. Really, you really? Without, think, having, without gonna, having to die and I get killed by a, Joker, they're just going to give they him... Need a, I think they need to handbrake it, handbrake turn it, and just pull it and swerve it, because right now, he has all everything he ever needed. They don't care about him. They don't like yeah yeah all lie to me everybody you know lie to me. I can actually see a Red Hood origin being more fleshed out and realistic without have having, having to have to die yeah. to die and come back from that. I could just see him deciding to you know what? I'm just gonna become the Red Hood. Yes, yeah, the same these way. People. I mean, come they're on. all liars, all of them. Batman, Nightwing. Why is it Roy Harper? All liars. Why is it Roy Harper can become Arsenal without having to go die, through some like and die life, and yeah. come back to life? You know, yeah, that's what I'm saying. I could totally see. A situation like that, I don't know if it could happen, but I do think that people forget that Red Hood was a villain. He was a villain, first and foremost. Somebody who knew way too much about Batman that, that he should have. Also, another prediction. What, Life, what do you think about Wally West? Oh, if they give us Wally West, man. First of all, this show could barely afford the effects that it got. I just... But I'm, again, I, maybe quick speed I'm hoping by expensive. season three, this show becomes season one of Young Justice. They get their footing right. They but get that's us the set. Worst part about it, bro, I, I I get exactly what you're talking about. You hoping that by season three, all the homework's been done already, so we can start yeah. actually having it. Yeah, I know. I want our I want our ground. I want our feet to be firmly planted on the ground. We have we have the characters that we need. We have the character arcs that are that that have been put in front of us. Give us a fucking team. I feel you. Give I us a team. team. I team. want my team. I don't care. At this point, I don't care if my team is is, is Connor, Beast Boy, Roy, and, and and Wally, led by um Nightwing. Yeah. I don't care if that is my team. I will run with it. My team can be sidekicks I've never heard of. So as long as I get a team. When push comes to shove, who is who ends up being your favorite Titan in this season? Uh. I, I'm I I can't. All right, if I'm gonna if I'm gonna do, I gotta do three. It's gonna go in three categories for me. All right, but number one, two, and three. O OG Titans, Hank. Hank. New Titans. Even with the drugs, even with all that. Hank. Okay. Hank as Hank as a person. Forget just ha- Hank as a person. <laughs> my favorite, one of my favorite characters. Right. But of the OG Titans, Hank Hawk's the man. Hawk's right. my favorite. Of the new Titans, I gotta go Beast Boy, bro. So it's Hawk Beast Boy. And then, of the overall Titans, old and new, Rose. Rose. So Hawk, Hawk, Beast Boy, and Rose are Hawk the three. Are Rose. the three? I I came for. I <laughs> you came for Nick. <laughs> you can say it, bro. <laughs> we we do not judge I, here on I, this podcast. I was excited to watch this show for Raven, Starfire, and Robin, and I ended up staying staying for. Hawk, Connor, a Rose, Beast Boy, everybody, basically here. everybody, Donna, Dawn, everybody else. I can't. I stood for everybody else. I'm here for J- 
I think Jason goes my number one, Hawk maybe number two, and then uh, Robin. I do like Brendan Brendan Thwaites. I do think that he gives some. Oh, no, what? All right, I didn't praise enough, but him and the Hawk fighting Rose, and she cut his sticks into two sticks, and he hit the pose. I was like, it's a wrap. Go ahead, end the show. I'm good. (laughs) I already seen him with his two sticks in the pose. But we got it with the and then we got with the electric. It was right, and then and then the I like that the I like that the person who made the suit was was all like, we've made it so that you could be more athletic and more acrobatic, and that's yes. all he did was dodge and get out of the way. He was doing all, his, all right, all, his, all right, uh, straight up circus stuff. One, there are there are two moments in this show where I literally said, "Oh, please take my money." When Raven, fi- when Rachel finally became Raven. And she put her hands up in the to her side, and the the that purple stuff that was around her actually morphed into a raven. Yeah, I was like, wow, that was the. But the single greatest shot of that entire series so far was when Slade went to like I think he went to like slice him with his katanas, mm. and Rob uh, Nightwing did the most Nightwing backflip where his body was like 90 degree angles but his yes, hands yeah, he yeah. had like that gi- gymnastic the like gymnastic backflip that you've seen yeah, when I saw him do that like Jesus pose uh, backflip I'm like oh no, my oh pretty, my god cool. oh my hey, tell me his suit's not not amazing I love it that yeah. Nightwing suit is bad even he hates, freaking even he hates fruitcakes that Nightwing suit is bad freaking ass. You know, Dan, I thought we we was about ready. I thought we was about ready to wrap this up in a nice, pretty little bow. But there's a 500-pound elephant in the room. Oh, no. There's a 500-pound elephant in the room called Ian Glenn. We, we need to we, talk. I know. I knew it. We need I knew it. We do not need to talk. He's Batman. so good. I don't mind him. He's so good as Bruce I don't Wayne. mind him. I've heard a lot of adversion to him. There's a lot of people who do not like him. What I can say, for a, without a shadow of a doubt, honestly, is this is the only Bruce Wayne in history that I could buy in a boardroom. Really? Ever. Ever, 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 Not nothing at first. Tell me he doesn't look like that. I can buy people not buying that he's Batman because he's Bruce. I could buy that. I could buy people going, that guy? He's Batman? Which is what you're supposed to get. It's what's supposed to be. He shouldn't look like Ben Affleck, a CrossFitter. What do you guys want to do with the budget? But he also shouldn't exaggerate that, oh, I'm definitely not Batman as like Christian, Christian Bale did because it got to the point where like, you I don't know, man. You're being too. You're being too sneaky with it. You gotta be Batman if you're sneaking like this. I love like that this. he has like an ultra American accent. It's like more American than even how we speak. Like he's like really you know hard what is you, on the things. No, you know what it is? That you have to. Say. It's very. It's very high. Exactly. Very matter of fact. Yo, when every he, word is said. When he <laughs> stopped uh, Mercy Graves' uh, signals. Yeah. And he's like. I'm sorry, Miss Graves. It looks like you're having toast. technical difficulties. I'm like, the yo, bidding is like, let's... for the yeah. I was like, oh my I was like, God, let's bro. go, bro. Let's on? go. I love the like, call back to to the Bat Tootsie when he's doing the 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 dancing in the strip club when Bruce oh, and Dick is seeing him dance in the strip club. But Bruce, but Dick has a lot of animosity and trauma that he has to deal with when it comes to Batman. See, that, see, this is this is my problem with it. Like, I feel like they're trying to give us every Robin inside Dick Grayson and Jason Todd. Like, I feel like they're trying to give us Jason Todd and Damian Wayne and Damian Wayne in Jason Todd, but then they're also trying to give us 
the the Tim Drake, Dick Grayson, Robin on the other side was like, I don't need I don't need like the Robin that that's has PTSD from Batman. I don't need the Robin that's like hating everything about his life. But I also don't need the Robin that's also like like if if I in my head see one see Damon Wayne as a I'm going to curse you out and I'm going to go extra hard in training because my grandfather's Ra's al Ghul. I don't need to see that in Jason Todd because I don't feel like Jason Todd would like if he knows he's going to win the fight. I don't feel like he would go the extra limit in training to do the killing blow like that. At least not execute the killing blow. Like I could see Jason Todd. I could see Jason Todd being cocky enough to like stop the blow right before it happens. Like, see. That's why Batman chose me to be his new Robin. I could see I that. I mean, we're talking about St. Jason Todd who shot Dick Grayson with a loaded gun in his dream sequence, remember? Yep. Batman never keeps that loaded. I but do. I do. <laughs> Boom. And that's I'm when like, Trigon oh, wow. was trying to make all of them go into the darkest moments of themselves. There's yeah. no way Jason goes off to be a better person in the series. No. You know what I'm saying? Not at all. All the best people to teach him better have shunned him. Failed him. Pushed him out. Failed him in failed every him way. And passed him around. I don't want to deal with Jason. You deal with you. I don't want to deal with Jason. You deal with Jason. To the point where he's like, Over. I'm tired of looking like a fuck up to you people. I'm tired of it always being my fault. You know what? I'm done. Screw it. I'm not here to, to beg for your affection. And I totally feel that way. He so. pulled the, this ain't a team, this a time bomb. But you know what? Instead of like, <laughs> instead of sticking with, instead of not sticking by his guns, he stuck by his damn and he, guns. And he bounced out, yeah. But no. He had the respect to show up to Donna's funeral, and the fact that he showed up to my wife, to my ex-wife, my late wife's funeral. Yeah, late wife. Yo, the fact that he showed up to my late wife's funeral. Oh, she's an Amazonian. Who knows if she's coming back or not? Well, they specifically said that they're taking her to to, to a crematorium. <laughs> yeah, they said they're taking her to the Themyscarian burial grounds. Oh, so it's a wrap. Yeah, it's a wrap, Poor homie. Donna Troy. But yeah, that's so, not even so fair, Bruce Wayne, bro. So you good? Go with Bruce. Go with uh, uh, Ian. Right. You know. what? As as the as the the fans of major issues know, I'm a diehard Game of Thrones fan. So when I got told that Sajora Mormont was gonna be Bruce Wayne, the first thing I said was, "Oh yes, Ian Glenn is getting another paycheck. Please give this man more work." And then I finally got to see it. I finally saw. I finally saw another Bruce Wayne. I saw somebody else try and be Bruce Wayne. And you know what? Like like you said, he's believable. But he's also goddamn charismatic. I also totally like that all he had to worry about doing is being Bruce Wayne. Yeah. It's so much. It he didn't need so to, be Batman. He just, to be Batman. He just. But you know, I, because it, but in my head for me, yeah. every time that he is Bruce Wayne for those people, it's because two hours ago he was just Batman. He and just now, now he just finished taking a shower and eating. Now he's going to go help other people. Like I did was my. It, was it fully explained who contacted the girls? Was or they, did they decide that, that was Raven? it was Raven? It was they Raven. Decided that that was Raven. It had it, it to it, it had to have been. I wonder if did somebody else you know is there somebody else out there well, pulling some strings? I, 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 I if we, if we were to go by if we're gonna go by Bruce Wayne, maybe the character of Bruce Wayne would be coy and say I don't know what you're talking I, about. I, I believe him though. I believe, I believe, I believe his ass. You believe, you, believe no, him. but that's what I'm saying. Yeah. This, Ian, this Ian Glenn, Bruce Wayne in this Titans, would you believe that if he said, I, I don't know what. he wouldn't lie about that. You, yeah, that, yeah, I like he would he say, would you're welcome that. for your help. Yeah. It was my or pleasure. Or wink. Or just give like anything. The, yeah. Anything, right. Wink. So for him to straight up say, I don't know what you're talking about. I've never been to an Elkwood diner. That was definitely Raven. Yeah. Definitely Raven. Okay. That's interesting. And it's Corey's powers. We got to find out what's going on with that in season two. Three. Uh, Three. Any other season three wants or dis wants? 
I would love to I play hope, back. I hope in a life or death situation, like a truly, truly life or death situation, Beast Boy turns into another animal. <laughs> Which animal? Uh, if I had if to, if you can only turn into one other besides the tiger, what would it be? Gorilla. Gorilla for you. Gorilla for me. The reason, no, no, the reason why, why you're not wrong is because those are the three ones that he either turned to the most in the show, or those are the three ones that you see him turn into in the opening credits of the Teen Titans. He either turns into a a silverback gorilla, a big bald eagle, or a tiger. Yeah, and snake is usually the other. And the other, and yeah. snake is usually the other. But in the and but in the show, they usually have him turn into animals for once again abstract humor. Yeah. Come on, I need to beg my friend to do this for me. Let me turn into a puppy and give him the puppy eyes. Yeah, yeah. There was an episode where he um in the, the one of the ways that he that he would get uh Starfire to not be mad at him, he would do the puppy dog eyes. Uh. But then he did something that was crossing the line, and Starfire couldn't forgive him for that. So then when he went to do the puppy dog eyes, she's like, I can't look at you right now. Like, I can't do it right. So it's like, I would love to be able to see him. If you're not going to give me turning him into other animals, at least give me the facial expressions of an animal. Yeah, I can see that. At least give me him doing puppy dog eyes to beg Raven to do something. Give more to Gar. Uh, I want Starfire to fly. Can she fly in this next season? Please? Dude, yes, please. please. Can Starfire fly in this yes. next season? It seems like this one's going to be more Starfire focused. Oh, and no more, no, no more dick Feeling berate, berated in the second season, I feel like it's dick centric. Maybe with maybe. Well, maybe I mean, we need Blackfire, more women. That's why. Well, maybe with Blackfire being seemingly like the villain I, of next that's season. That's that was another prediction. Thank God you reminded me. I hope she's like the main season three villain. If she's the big bad for season three, then maybe we we get to start fleshing out some of these other characters. But right now, we're only ever fleshing out Dick Grayson. Everyone else happens to get fleshed out by being around him. But he seems to be the main character of this show. Do you agree? If Bla- he is. I do agree that he is the main character of the show, but I also agree that that I also have to think that that's probably like the Batman syndrome. Who was the main star of Justice League? I didn't see it, so who was uh, that main star uh, of Justice League? Depends on who you like, but I can totally get. I get what you mean by that. Yeah, like like you know, if it works, if it works, it works. If they're known more to the public, they're gonna sell more to the public. So of course they're gonna have Dick Grayson be the front runner of the Titan show. Yeah, I mean, I even read, I even read that Donna Troy and. Dick Grayson are founders of the Titans. Like, they are credited as the founders. Yeah. So if that's the case, then, yeah, I see why they make it all about him. But I would like to see more Starfire. Because I feel like one of my favorite things about Teen Titans versus the Justice League is that they really gave Starfire a character. She was the leader of the of the Teen Titans. She was the, the trainer. She was the wow. mother figure. She, like it was, it was great. Yeah. So I would like to see more. I would other like people taking, taking that the that team mantle the... of like I need. Well, not just the taking other the win. I would like them to see the taking the mantle of we need to focus on getting you through every episode. Right. Like it, it, it's one thing to cover your story arc in one to two episodes. No, no, we need to cover Starfire's story arc from episode one of season three to the season finale of season three. Like I, that's what I want. It's not even a prediction. It's more of a just give me a Starfire centric season. I think that we, uh, hopefully we get that next season, and we got Connor still on the team, so we'll be seeing great things from I him. I need, bro. Maybe Lex Luthor next up, season. That this whoever this actor was that plays Superboy, he needs to play Super. Just like you say, Ezra Miller should play Flash in. And I, oh, oh, sorry, uh, that's Grant me. Gustin. Uh, Grant Gustin should play Flash in movies yeah. as well as TV. Whoever this kid is that plays Superboy. Should play Superboy in movies. I'm going. This is 
That's my Superboy. Straight up, that's my. There was a lot of nudity with that Superboy. But I don't care. Teachers on we're equal opportunists here at the Major Issues Podcast. Major Issues is very progressive. Uh, but I think that rounds it up. That ra- that literally wraps literally up. Talked we talked about, talk about everything. everything we could. I gave our predictions and all that. So, thank you guys for listening to this episode of this podcast. Uh, for however single way that you found it, um, we are available wherever podcasts are found. It's Podbean, Stitcher, Podcast Addict, the Apple Podcast app. You don't even have to do that anymore, guys. You could just go in and type in comicbookclick.com. Don't stress out. Ladies and gentlemen, thank you for listening to this podcast. This podcast and all episodes of this podcast, the Major Issues podcast, are available at comicbookclick.com. Yes! Once you go to comicbookclick.com, click on the Major Issues podcast thing right in the menu, and boom, we pop right up, and we're the quickest thing to come to comic books and comic book media. We're talking all of it, movies, TV shows, uh, casting news, comics, Comic book crossovers, one shots, uh, limited series. We covered Watchmen. We covered Captain Marvel. We covered Joker. We covered Crisis on Infinite Earths. And we're coming back around to cover it again when part two drops. But all of these episodes will be available at comicbookclick.com, people. Remember that. Once it. again, it, that is comicbookclick.com. Comicbookclick.com. And, you know, listen, you, all you have to do is listen to me. C-L-I-Q-U-E. Comic book click, baby. That's it. Comicbookclick.com. You can find all the single episodes there. Um, and you don't even have to download a new app for that. But if you guys want to reach us, not only could you reach us at comicbookclick.com, where you can just comment on any single one of those episodes and all the comments reach us, you can go ahead and reach us at gmail, comicbookclick at gmail.com, or facebook.com slash comicbookclick, Instagram at comicbookclick, or use the hashtag comicbookclick to talk about the newest, hottest, latest, and greatest things to come to comic books and comic book media. We're reaching a brand new year with Comic Book Click, and like I said, we are growing exponentially. We already got the website up. We're hoping to have more video uh, Isn't this technically soon. our third year now? We're getting into our... Yeah, by, yeah. By December, it'll we're be out our... out of the terrible twos. We're out of the terrible twos. Yeah, we're out of the terrible... No, as a matter of fact, we'll be four years old on... Uh, April 20th. Well, comic comic book click will be, be four, four years, years old. old. Major issues, I mean, like we're yeah, we just major issues going to be our third year yeah. coming December. Yeah, come December will be our third year in a row, and you guys are making this go by so fast, and you're making it possible for us to do this. 100. percent I remember when this was just two mics and me uh 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 stuttering for an hour. Now you can barely get me to shut up past two. So this is definitely working. You guys keep supporting us the way that we do. You do, and we'll keep doing what we do. That's why we created Comic Book Click, because it's the one-stop shop for our merchandise, our podcast, and the greatest way for you to contact us and meet the click. I can't wait. But, like I said, rate and review us on iTunes. It's the quickest way for us to grow on pod- as podcasters and find out what you like and what you don't like about the show. We can change accordingly. We want to know what you guys are digging, because the problem is, I've already been to the future where we've become the greatest thing to come to comic books and comic book media, but I can't tell you how we do it. Nope. So... And I don't even know how we do it. I'm just walking through every day, acting like I'm a regular man, and I'm not the host of the greatest podcast in the history of the earth. Problem is, time is linear, so we don't see time the way everybody else does. Circle, so we've baby. already seen we've already seen the future. That's the That's problem. That's it, and we can't tell you because we can't influence you. So go ahead, rate and review us on iTunes. Tell a friend to tell a friend. Let's make this click grow. Uh, and again, all these episodes are now available for the very first time ever in one place, comicbookclick.com. So you don't got to so worry about having to go to Google. Happy. You don't got to worry about going to Stitcher, no, Podbean, as Spotify. Fact, as a matter of fact, what's up right now, ladies and gentlemen, I'm proud to say this, is the polls are officially open for the Comic Book Click Best of 2019 awards. 
Dang. See, I got that right. I didn't say 2009. <laughs> the best of the I'm not roads are there. Any device can go to it. Comboclick.com. Go there. I've done it on my phone. I've done it on my PlayStation. I've done it on my laptop. There is no excuse. It, it works. Um, and I, you guys will be the first one to know about the launch. We will be uh, doing the launch tomorrow. We will be posting on our various social launch media party. Accounts. Yes, launch party. Our, on our various <laughs> social media platforms, we will be announcing that the launch of comicbookclick.com and the launch of the uh, voting polls for the best of 2019. So you guys go ahead. As listeners to this podcast, you guys get first dibs, and then everybody else comes after. Thank you so much for letting us get here. Thank you so much for joining us along the way. And we got bigger and better places to go. Just make sure that you're, you stay in the know by following Comic Book Click and the Major Issues Podcast. But my name is George Serrano, a.k.a. The Don. I am Dan, the comic book man. And whether or not you can only turn into one stupid, stupid animal, whether or not... Are you telling me tigers are stupid? I think lions are better. Um, you know what? You know what? Touche. No, you no. I I have to agree with you. Touche on that one. That's right. King of the jungle. Um, yeah. Regardless of whether or not you can turn into just one stupid animal, whether you're half Luther and half Kent, whether you're walking around here with no powers because you're what is this? You're experiencing a. You're trying to use me as a transitional object. <laughs> <laughs> that was great. Good. Remember that you're not dick. Don't be a dick, ladies and gentlemen out there. All right? Don't be dick. Don't be dick. Don't be dick. Be Hank. No, don't be Hank. Be Hank without the drugs. You know what? Straight up, be Garfield. Because all he ever did was want to eat, want to chill with his friends, play video games, and try and, and try and get a girl to That's like it, him. everybody. Be a beast. Be a beast boy. Be a beast boy. All be right? a beast boy. That's it. Because remember that we are the clique, and also remember that you... Yes, yes you. you are worthy.